Hello, welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name is DJ Ultra D. And I'm J Master Chen. No, I like it. Uh, <laughs> How's everybody going? We're going to be talking about uh, <laughs> Taiwan Fighter Major. We're going to be talking about some other stuff. There was actually a bunch of events that happened this past weekend. Uh, we'll talk about, are there too many events happening? Yeah. Because there have been a lot. We're also going to talk about, how old can somebody be and still play competitive games? Seems like you can be at least 39. In fact, that's reality. There's no seems right. like it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about other stuff as well. But let's begin by talking about Taiwan Fighter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the things that seemed to make me happy the most about Taiwan Fighter is, you know, this is something that I said that this is their eighth year is of it really? Taiwan Fighter. That's, I think that's what I saw Gamer B talk about that's or something like I that. Thought. But I saw so many messages from people saying a lot of the same things that we've said at a lot of different majors. They're like, I can't believe how much this is growing. Like, it's so different than it was when it was like, remember when it was so small, now it's like this cool thing. And so I saw a lot of people talking about that and how it seems to have really stepped up and grown into something really fantastic. I know they had some day issues at some point in time, you know, but it seemed like it all worked out okay. And there was that great picture of Gamer B sitting in the empty ballroom floor afterwards. Oh, I didn't see it. He was just like so tired. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, if, if y'all have never run a tournament or even just been around somebody who is running a tournament, it is just exhausting. Yeah. Exhausting. Mm-hmm. Not just, I mean, in those those few days of running the event, exhausting. But the week leading up to that, exhausting. And, you know, it's a it's a dozens or hundreds of hours project right. throughout the preceding however long period of time. So it is a lot of work. That's right. And then, of course, afterwards, everyone is just, like, sleeping for, like, two weeks straight and everything like that. So... It's a ton of work, man. Yeah, congrats to Gamer B for pulling that off. And and keep in mind that in doing so, he could not enter the CPT <laughs> Premier yeah, event, thereby uh-huh. giving up a lot of potential points. Right. So that's uh, very magnanimous of him. It seemed to go well, from what I could tell, just mm-hmm. having watched mm-hmm. it on stream. Obviously, I wasn't there, but it seemed to go well from what yeah. I saw. And again, also completely straying from topic for a brief second here. Sorry about my anime scar here. That I oh, had. what happened there? That was my cat. Dang, you got catted? Yeah, so basically, uh, my Dang. I was sleeping in bed, and I think my cats were hungry, and Nathan, when he's hungry, his whole decision is to annoy Jasmine as much as possible, because he knows I don't like it. Sure. And so he was annoying her, and I think she tried to jump on my head and just missed. Wow. And slipped and just got me right there, so. Well, that's that sucks, but that's millimeters away from your eyeball I, uh, yeah fortunately my eye was closed when yeah. it happened so it didn't happen but yeah it's, um, yeah Ugh. but they all say i look like an anime character now so, so what happens in anime i don't, I don't well know. there's always the dude with the scar <laughs> on there? their nose okay. yeah apparently people have Is that a trope uh, people have like linked me like five people Dang. i can cosplay already oh so. that's kind of cool all there's, right like, guts from berserk there's some naruto character they okay. said like cypher or squall from final fantasy and there was another character with a band-aid across their nose that I could do and stuff Sick. like that. So, yeah. Well, you, uh, not all bad then. You got a yeah, little bit of silver exactly. lining going on there. <laughs> so, uh, Taiwan Fighter major tournament results, right? Or is there anything else to say about the event itself? Uh, just that I really want to go one year, dude. I, I really want to yeah, go. Yeah, that'd be great. I've never been to Taiwan. That'd be super cool. Yeah. I've been, I've been to Taiwan, but that was back, like... 
God, like 30 years, over 30 years oh, ago. Wow. And so when Almost I went there, yeah, Taiwan wasn't a technological marvel, yeah. you know, but I've heard nowadays it's just like it's it has that kind of like it's getting to that Tokyo level kind of things like that, especially in Taipei. So I'd be really interested to check out what modern Taiwan is like. Absolutely. So. I'd love to do that. Okay. The island of Formosa. Yes, that is correct. Its own country. Yeah. Okay. When I, I I went to China once with my family, and you know they they cover Taiwan there as if it's local news. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh, but uh-huh. it was just I mean I know they that talk they claim about it like Taiwan, it's but state. it was yeah yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah it uh-huh. was you know when yeah. when a country shows the weather that's going on in its country uh-huh, right it's always uh-huh. like the other countries nearby are grayed out kind of or like yeah, not yeah, even shown. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. they showed the island there. You know it was when it, whenever there was a news story that happened in. Taiwan, it was just covered like, hey, in this other part of China, this is what happened, you know? It's yeah, I know. <laughs> very weird. Talk about their president election. They're trying to n- nominate their governor right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Anyway. Oh, man. Let's talk about some Taiwan fighters here. So, Street Fighter Five. obviously, this was a CPT premiere event. That's right. So, a lot of points on the line here. There, there, and there haven't been uh, that many significant tournaments in East Asia yet. Yeah. Just the way that the tournament schedule happened to go was mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. it was kind of backlogged onto the second half of the year when it comes to East Asia. Mm-hmm. So this is a big one for everybody to attend, yep. right? And mm-hmm. most of the top players were there. And this is interesting because in seventh place we have Mago with Cami breaking the streak of no Camis in top Street. eight. Uh, seventh place was also Liquid Nemo using Urian and G. My G- boy! G is such a Nemo character, too. For sure. It's like, it's like a perfect match right there. Fifth place, Razor Stian with Ibuki and UIUNL with Kami as well. Fourth place, DNG Itabashi Zangief with Abigail. My man. Yeah. Uh, third place, Rise Kaba with Guile. My Nino. This is kind of continuing this interesting tradition of the non Asian player getting third place because that happened at Evo like. Twice in there as well with La Soul and Lil Majin, right? Okay. Uh, second place, Echo Fox Tokido with Akuma. This Dang. guy is. He makes grand finals again. Again. Smiling and laughing about everything as he goes. If you're him and you have this many grand finals, I feel like you can you can be that way. You can, it's right. not as vital for you that you win mm-hmm, at that mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. You have the points, you have the money, you have a salary anyway. I feel like he can be happy. And but he's actually said that it's a new take on attitude. Okay. That he's really just trying to be happier and like stuff and you know and 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 try to enjoy things so that right. actually makes him play better. So I think it's actually a mental thing as Fair well. Fair enough. And first place FAV 39-year-old Sako with Manat winning carrying his daughter in his arms. Patting his wife on the head because she was just tearing up like crazy while the daughter was being, you know, uh, hugged by Mago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mago-san. Uh, but yeah, there Amazing. you go. And he played extremely well. He threw Yo Tokido in the... In fact, I'm not sure he won a... He lost a game in that top eight. Uh, someone told me that he went 12-0 and 0 I believe. Yeah, like I, just, I mean, I watched yeah. the whole thing. Thinking back, I don't think he lost any games. Yeah. It was It was certainly a blow-up. Yeah, Maybe. so some people in the chat were saying, yeah, he did not lose a game Right, yeah, yeah. He was, he was extremely in control. So it wasn't like he just... He didn't squeak out the victory. Like, he was... <laughs> he controlled it, for and sure. I, like I said, I was supposed to watch this... I was supposed to stream myself watching this before the show today. I fell asleep in the afternoon, and... I don't know, like, my sleep schedule is so entirely destroyed. I yeah. need to do something about this For right sure. now. So I agree with you. Oh, man. But, oh, he uh, went 21-0. and 0. Okay. 
21 and 0. Uh, so maybe he didn't lose anything even starting in semifinals. Right, that's stuff. what I'm wondering. I mean, look, Manat is a character that when you have that kind of control over the orbs like he does, I, I honestly just don't, because there's any given time he could mix you up. Just like, even yeah. while you're getting comboed, he knows how to mix you up with the next set of orbs, like, almost instantaneously. He had some setups that I haven't seen before. I mean, I'm no Minot expert, maybe they're known. Uh -huh. But he did some stuff that put him at just exactly the right range for her throw range to still work. And mm -hmm. it, like, just, like, I didn't think he would be in throw range kind uh -huh. of thing. Uh, that I thought were really impressive. Okay. He had some really okay. good mix-ups. It was not at all like the typical, oh, he activates orbs, here comes the jump, and then is it the yeah, instant yeah, overhead yeah, or yeah. low? Like, I, all right, I've seen it. Right. it but it's not that. Like, he has a thousand other things. It's, right. it's awesome. Yeah, that guy is unbelievable with that character. And, you know, again, same thing we've always said about all the other Monat players, that if Infiltration or Justin had that kind of control over orbs, yeah. they would be... They would be where Sokka yeah. is right now, apparently, 21 and owing everybody at a gigantic premiere event. Well, so. this is his first premiere in Street Fighter V that he's won. Right. So mm -hmm. it's been a little while since Sokka has had the level of, of control that he sometimes has had in the mm -hmm. past. Mm -hmm. Period in Street Fighter IV, he was like that. Obviously, in older games, he... He, he was top eight at very, CEO, very, very right? Oh, uh, CEO, I think he was. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten yeah. top eights. So he's mm -hmm. certainly mm -hmm. done well at events. It's just that he hasn't taken a premiere until now. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at this, too. In ninth place, Fugo, Fudo, Dogra, Bonchan, using largely Sagat, which probably everyone kept saying his match versus Tokido was the match of the, of the it's, tournament. It's one, it's one that's worth watching, for sure, yeah, because you, yeah. you could see... Like, he ends up losing, of course. Tokido gets second place. Mm -hmm. But it was really close, and really just... Like, there was, like, a one brain fart, kind of. He didn't get the combo that mm -hmm, he needed, mm -hmm. and then there was, like, a... He could have dragon punched through the fireballs, or maybe he did and he died. That way. there was some like yeah, interaction yeah, there where was some weird if you're thing. if you're just more practiced with the character, right, uh -huh. it's not an issue for you. Right. So he, you know, it's a week that the character's been out, but I thought he looked great. Right. He actually used the only time I saw him use Sagat was in that matchup. He used Nash and Karen for the other ones that okay, at least okay. I saw on stream. Okay, I'm not sure okay, if I watched okay. everything, okay. but so he is keeping those characters around for the different matchups. Yeah, but at least now. We'll people see if that were lasts. so hyped when he picked it. Oh, super cool. They were cheering so much, and then after he lost, they were ch chanting his name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is <laughs> bon true. Bonchan is... I mean, I can't name you one of the Japanese players that's more popular than Bonchan. I mean, even in Japan, when he does those tours, the turnout, he says, for those tours is, like, ridiculous. I believe so it. Many people, I believe it. He's, so. a, he's a really good player and really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Storm Kubo was also ninth place, 13th place, Verloren, Daigo, Kazunoko, Fujimura, who... Hasn't been having quite the same success as he's been having, uh, you know. I mean, he. It's it's. This is the first time that he hasn't made top eight, right? Like well, this year. Evo, he didn't make top. Did eight, he not right? make top eight at no, Evo? No, he didn't make top eight at Evo. He missed it. Was he ninth? I think so. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll forgive him. He's still pretty good. Yeah, God, he's washed up now. Come on, obviously. He didn't make top eight at Evo. Huh? I don't so, think so. I can't. I can't remember for some reason. Uh, yeah. hey. We'll talk this. That's what I thought. I thought he made top eight. He did make top eight. There you go. Oh, yeah. He came in fifth. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's what it was. He beat Kaba. That's right. That's right. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. Oh, that's I right. Wasn't I was going to bet say, on it. I always say Bonchan, but it's supposed to be Bonchan, right? Well, so you know, it's Bonchan. It's so. Million things we could pronounce better. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. <laughs> Apparently, it's the same thing with Shriken as well, because I used to, because I'm so used to saying the word Shriken when I was a kid. You know the the ninja star, okay. the shriken, but like someone's like, stop pronouncing it like a like an American. Like, please stay shriken. Anyway, so okay. Itabashi Zangief got fourth. He is thirty seven. Tokyo uh, Sako 
is 39. Tokido is 33. Daigo is 37, also. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are talking about Sako being 39 and having done so well, but it's not just him. Again, Itasan is 37. Mm-hmm. He won Evo and Virtue Fighter in maybe 06, 07. Right. Like, mm-hmm. that's a, quite a while ago. Right. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about the age-related stuff. Yeah, but I mean, just to even go along with that, uh, well, I will talk about it during the age stuff because we the, the, there's definitely a lot a little more while. to talk about there. So. Uh, it was very cool to see Nemo pick G for his match against, uh, I believe it was Verloren, Cami. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I've been wondering about what bad matchups G has because I'm not sure so far. He seems like he I has I think he's very tools, strong, yeah. yeah. Um, but some, some people have said that they think Cami is a character he, who he beats, uh, who beats him. I just and I, I, you know, Mike. I personally don't think so, but uh, you know, there's uh, very strong people who think he who do think it's that way. But then to see Verloren, uh, uh, Nemo pick G against Verloren specifically for that matchup, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. And obviously, Verloren needs to learn the matchup more. Right. But Nemo yeah. can also improve with his G because the character is new. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I, I think that, you know that particular matchup, the V skill helps against the dive kick. I right? think so. But it's it's the same story. It's once Cammy gets in, it's like right, this kind of sucks, right? But she does that to everybody. You know what I mean? Like, and that's also G's matchup against everybody because right, he has no yeah, defensive yeah, yeah. options. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there you go. Anyways, okay. So this is a really good tournament to watch. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters happened over there. Was this one of the um, like the the minor events for the? Yeah, it's a minor. It's it. So the winner of this qualifies into the whatever their tour is called. Okay. Okay. Uh, seventh place. I mean, qualifies to go to the like Asian thing that will that will that then give the a dragon ball. V- yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know the words. Yes, okay, yeah, <laughs> you get it. Uh, seventh place was Kindebu with Cell Kid Buu and Bardock, as well as WP Inuchio with uh, Gohan, Teen Gohan, Grohan, and SS Goku. Uh, fifth place was Korean Wrestling Man. Dang, what a sick name. With 18, 16, and SS Vegeta, as well as Cell, 18, and SS Vegeta. Fifth place was also CAG Fenrich, with Vegeta, 16, and SS Vegeta. Fourth place, CAG Dogra, of course, with Broly, 16, and SS Vegeta. Wait, Broly, huh? Wow. Interesting. I gotta check it out. Third place was Aqua, with Ginyu, who some people are saying is top five now, thanks to the patch, uh, 16, and Tien. Who I wouldn't be surprised it was like top five after at this point in time. Second place, CAG Ko- Goichi with Grohan, Bardock, and SS Vegeta. And that's right, first place, GGP once again, Kazunoko mm. coming after Goichi's neck with Gotenks, Grohan, and Yamcha. Indeed, nice work. And I heard Yamcha assist was nerfed. I saw what? Kazunoko complaining about that or something, but I don't know, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. So, okay. interesting. Yeah. So there you go, but that sounds like a pretty stacked tournament. Uh, it's for sure yeah. stacked. Uh, King of Fighters 14 was played there. Of course, this is a, a big game in in in, in Asia area, sure. especially in Taiwan and China. Sure. But interestingly enough, look at this seventh place. Tremba Douyu Shaohai. Oh, sorry, I messed that up. It's Tremba Douyu Shaohai. That's what it is. Yes, with Shune Benimaru Iori. And Shune, Najd, and Iori. Seventh okay. place. Uh, seventh Unusual. place also Coco with Shune, Najd, and Iori. I heard Najd is super good. She's like in every team here. Fifth place, Roe, ZJ, Z, Najd, Leona, Yuri. Uh, fifth place, WP, K2, Shune, Najd, Hydern. 
Uh, fourth place, Blackwell E.T. Sick. Uh, Shune Heidern, Leona, as well as Billy Heidern and Leona. Third place, KR1, Abao, with Shune Weiss Heidern, Shune Leona Heidern. Well. Second place is uh, something, something Wang. So there's something about a king in there. Actually, it says Budong Mingwang. Oh, Budong Mingwang. Okay, with Najd, Kyo, nice and Kim. I probably fucked up the accents, but whatever. Hey, I, that's I, my best I guess. I can't critique yeah. you. Uh-huh. And then Lagia in first place with Shune, Vice, and Kim. I'm, so, I'm glad I got two of the words. That was sick, man. There. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad I got two of the words in there. So. All right. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Woo! Uh, fourth place was CGP Alden with Hakuman and Yu. Third place, CAG Fenrich with Jin and Hyde. Thir- second place, WG Ob again with Yang and Tager. My boy! Okay, so he's still going with Grapplers. That's his life. For in sure. first place, GGP Kazunoko with Ruby and Gordo. Boo! If Abigan can play, I, I feel like the hierarchy is a uh, big grappler type character, uh-huh. and then it's Hot Girl. <laughs> and, like for Abigan, or maybe really? even the, maybe even the reverse of those two. Okay. Uh, and so if, so Yang, I think fits the bill pretty well. Okay, okay, because that's a grappler hot girl, yeah. right? So perfect. Um, and then oh, that's what it was. Okay. And then yeah, but Kazunoko with Ruby Gordo, that team's still super super strong. Absolutely. With the glitch, especially that people have discovered now, and so this character, that team is going to be super good. I don't think the. I don't think all the character releases is really going to change the uh, meta on that. Although in fifth place wow. we did get Daikon Oishi with Labrys yeah. and Tager. So. I, I do think some of the new characters are are really good, but I think especially for somebody like Kazunoko who got, I think three top nines at Evo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know he only has so much time. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, that's why you can't I actually, pick another team. Dude, if you're honestly, like you I got, think that's why he can do so well too. Is also he plays so degenerate like. He doesn't like the way that he plays is so focused, like yeah. Yamcha assist, Ruby Gordo cross combo, you know, and then Raven, and and so he can play so many games because of the way that he really takes a lot of the craziness of all the games and really just kind of just sure. squeezes it down into one thing. So sure. I'm with you. Mm. Anyway, seemed like a good event. Yeah. Cool. Congratulations again to GamerBee and everybody. Who are helping along with that event? They did a really good job out there. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, I, I really hope I can make it. Maybe even next year or something like Would that. Would be cool. So it'd be really I'd love cool to, to go. Travel. Yep. Okay. Well, that wasn't the only event that occurred this past weekend. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff this weekend. So many that I've remembered a bunch of them and have forgotten like half of them of what they were and everything like that. But uh, uh, Tokyo Tekken Masters was this weekend. Lima Salty was this weekend. Correct. Red Bull Conquest was this weekend. There was Red Reflex LA this weekend. There was the Army event that took place this right. weekend. There was... There was the uh, CPT Online... For Europe, e- that's uh, right. Europe yeah. East, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yes, Europe East. Uh, there was God. There was something else. I can't even remember at this point in time. If uh, anybody else in the chat can remember some of the other stuff that was going on, so there was definitely crazy things going on. So, was there actually a Reflex Japan announced Yuns and Roses, or is that true or not? Uh, but Tokyo Tekken Masters was this weekend. This was the Tekken World Tour event uh, streaming live. This was the. Um, this is what was this was the official. Is this one of the um, 
the main events? I forget the the premier events. I think it. I think it was the yeah. masters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is a masters event here. Oh, I don't actually have the results here. Let's see. Tokyo Tekken Masters 2018 results. There we go. Okay. That's cool. Reflex Japan will happen. Okay, cool. That's funny. I was watching that entire stream, and I guess I must have turned it off right before they <laughs> announced. Okay. My bad. Anyway, we'll talk about that briefly. All right. So this and obviously is the uh, Japan tur t uh, Tokyo. As, as soon as you have a Tokyo tournament for uh, Tekken, you know it's going to be ridiculous and have a bunch well, of people in there but check out the results. here's this thing here so we have uh mu gold with claudio in seventh place and double with law in seventh place um evo champion first in lohai in fifth place with shaheen and first in rangchu with Sick. panda still just doing crazy work with pan with panda fourth place ar book with Jin and shaheen third place cgg tishuman from Italy, formerly of Japan, yeah. uh, with Master Raven. Second place, UIU Kudans, last year's uh, Tekken World Tour champion, with Devil Jin. And first place, every time he enters a tournament, he wins, Rock's Knee, with Lily, Steve, Paul, Katarina, and Heihachi. And I heard that he used largely Lily in top eight. Yeah. And she's not a considered a strong character and was able to take the tournament with that character, almost like he was just like toying with people. Yeah, um, I read that he, that Grand Finals was uh, 3030. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. So that's pretty okay. good. Um, yeah, check out the old battle log there. I think that's true. Uh, yeah, Grand Finals, yeah. first set, 30. Yep, second set, 30. Jeez. So wow. that, that is pretty good. Uh, interestingly, the highest placing Japanese player who lives in Japan was double. So go back up to the... <laughs> right. So uh, that's seventh place. Dang. In Tokyo. And the if, if a Japanese player had gotten top four, they would have earned one of those professional playing licenses. Oh, really? So there was actually a good chunk on the line for Japanese players in particular at this event. Ouch. And guess what? They got squadooshed. Ouch. Wow. Okay, dang. let me see here. Let me see. Uh... I see Naroma in 13th place. John Ding is in freaking 17th, along wow. with Kakoma. Wow. Dang. I mean, a lot of the... the, the well, I mean, I guess some wow, of the... 25th. I'm just trying to figure out, like, if... Um, Squadooshed. Yeah, dude, they got bodied. Holy they got crap. bodied. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, interesting, right? Um, I mean, Korea, obviously, super good, but... Um, yeah. <sighs> It's it's cool to see Book continuing to do as well as he mm -hmm. is. From That's Thailand, awesome. yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Rain Chu with Panda. Panda. I mean, it's really just kind of showing the, the the game has some good character variety. Of course, you know it's going to change <laughs> pretty soon, <laughs> in just a couple of weeks. So. The, the balance will be yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh. But is Panda getting worse? Is that what you're implying? No, I'm just, we, I'm just saying like right now the state of the game, everything is pretty like the okay. balance is pretty okay. good okay. and we'll see Are you a little worried? Or we'll see what happens. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know much of the changes or Me anything neither. like that. So, but you know, I think exci it's exciting. Sure. I think it'll be fun to see some changes. It's always kind of gets that new uh, uh Hunting screaming at being scared in PT. Did he actually stream PT? Oh, that would have been fantastic. That's uh playable um 
test Physical or something therapy? like that. No, it's it was the it was the demo of the Silent Hill game that never came oh, to be. Okay. That cannot be found, and it is one of the freakiest games oh. that I've ever played in my life. Like I was watching someone play, it and I was just like, I I, I wow. don't. E- but I've played it myself since then, and that thing is just oh my god. PT is like no. it's so good. It's like it basically is like. Now at legendary status of just like one of the greatest like playable test tests that you could ever play. Alrighty. Playable trailer is what it is. Playable trailer. <coughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, seemed like a good tournament. Yes, definitely. Uh, also in South America was Lima Salty. This is uh, this was in Peru. Correct. And uh, again, ranking not, event on the CPT. Yeah, one of the rare. CPT events in Latin America. They have, I think, seven or eight in Latin America. It's just that none of them are premieres. Right. Which is... uh, I mean, they have tournaments. It's just, for whatever reason, not one of them is a premiere. (laughs) Uh, Seventh place was NG Patada Veloz. uh, Veloz with Cami and Umbrella Dark with Birdie and G. My man. Fifth place, Furia HK Dash, the the, the strong M. Bison player from uh, Southern America. Uh, fifth place was also MVK Dark Kaizen with Ken. Fourth place uh, AAG Baby Brazil with Ooh. Fang. Third place NG Chino Funky with Nash. Second place Sonic Box Doom Snake 507 with Vega still yeah. putting in the work. However, first place Raptor Picoro with obviously top tier Broken M Bison. I, I mean, guess. come on, you win Evo, and then you are the best character. Ever now I watched a good chunk Of this tournament Although not the very end of it uh, I think I was asleep But um, It was good There was a good High quality of play It was cool Okay Shout out to Doomsnake Continuing to try to make The dream happen I know With right? Vega You just He just gotta think man If he had picked Some <laughs> other character Cause he's He travels all over the place He does a really good job well, Of he's, that he tried He's to very l- consistently Top 8 He said he's tried to learn New characters But I think it's just That weird thing Where he just feels So comfortable with Using this character now So I, I get it Look I've been playing Q Since I was born But right. I, it's at the same time There's a lot of money On the line now yeah. I feel like it's not Now is not the same As 15 right. years ago like, should, it, Come on man Isn't it cool To see those Loyal low tier heroes Sure, sure. No, from, from the like Fan perspective Sure but at the same time, I want the players to do well. Second place, man. Uh, he, yeah, he got second place. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. For sure. No, I, I totally know what you mean. I, I, I agree. I agree. But although I still like watching Mono play Fong, but, you sure. know. He, but every time I see him play, I think to myself. Because he's an M. Bison man. fan, too. You know, he right. could be playing, obviously, the best character in the game. I, right? I just talked with Mono, yeah, uh, recently. Uh, after Problem X <laughs> won Evo, and he told me that everybody he knows has been hitting him up and saying, "You have to switch. You have to switch. <laughs> you like, come on, dude!" Like, <laughs> oh man, he's probably and that's switch. not the first time, by the way. Everybody has been telling him to switch the For whole a long time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh, I don't even uh-huh. think Fang is as bad as some people do. I don't think he's bottom tier. Oh yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's, he's like on probably the lower, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. not bottom. Uh, but still. If you're if you like bison, if that's like your your dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. He'll never switch. Whatever. Uh, uh, in Tekken Seven, seventh place was 
I don't know if this is a, a Tekken ranking event. I'll scroll up. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's on the thing either. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. It's Capcom Pro Tour as a ranking event. Uh, they don't say anything okay, about it. Okay, it probably Tekken. is not then. Okay. Uh, seventh place was Abomination TLA oh, Yakuza with Fang. Let's go Team uh, Abomination. And then also Avalon PBL with Akuma. Do you know Team Abomination? I don't, but they showed up big time. Oh, oh you're right. I see. Okay. Uh, fifth place was Top Fighter Roinichi with Huarong. And fifth place was Abomination TLA Carl Vader with Geese. Fourth place, Abomination TLA Sergei with uh, Kazuya. Uh, third place, AEG Abel de Maestro with uh, Eliza and Steve. Second place, Abomination Sapito with Xiaoyu. And first place, Avalon Mysterio with Leo. Yeah, I heard Mysterio is becoming a Sick. hardcore Tekken player That's now. That's awesome. So that is where he wants to concentrate. Super so. cool. Uh, King of Fighters 14 was won by U26 Geo. With Yuri, Sylvie, and Daimon. Dragon Ball Fighters was won by U26. Uh, Axel 4J with Cell Bardock, Vegeta, uh, SS Vegeta, I should say. So there oh, you, you gotta go. say that nowadays. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Looked like a good stream. I watched some of it. And and by the way, uh, I'm I don't understand Spanish that well anymore, to be honest. Um, but uh, this, the commentators seemed good. Okay, it was cool. cool. And th- and that's the cool thing too is that. We need to get more Latin commentators. We need to get. I just that. want more people commentating in their native language. Yeah, right? yeah, just yeah. In general. Uh-huh. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And we need that because then we can uh, then hopefully once we can establish like the the Logan F word of Southern America, for example. South America. South America, right? So then, yeah, because Southern America is yeah, yeah, you're right. South America is um, then you know then CPT can hire those guys and fly them around everywhere and everything, and then they can have premier events and everything like that. So it'd be I really, would like really that cool. a lot. I'm sure they would as well. Um, uh, by the way, it's not like Mono has never played top tier. That dude played Yun in Third Strike, so come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, my God. Uh, is it Oakland? Yeah, Oakland. So also this weekend was uh, Red Bull Conquest... Oakland, and interestingly enough, I don't have any results anywhere except for Smash GG. So we will do Smash.GG for the results on this one. Alrighty. Uh, but uh, very, very interesting results here for Tekken Seven. Third place was Way Gamble. Uh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, Way Gamble is the uh, Southern California rep. I think trying to come well, was Way Gamble. No, Way Gamble was NorCal. He came to SoCal to try to take our spot. That's right. Uh, second place, Jimmy J Tran. Wow. Largely considered one of the best Tekken players in America. He sure is. Who possibly could have beat him? I don't know. First Some place, fluke, certainly. Bronson Tran. Insane Lee. Insane Whoa. Lee in first place. Bronson Tran using geese. A character that he has no legacy. Right. Well, I mean, there's no legacy at yeah, all for Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Bronson Tran. Insane Lee. And apparently people ch- uh, chanted old men when he won. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you know how old he is? Bronson, is he my age or is he Bronson your age? Tran, he's been around for a really oh, right. freaking long time. He's probably 37 or 30, okay. 36. So okay. he's... Probably pretty old at this point in time. Um, Street Fighter Five. Right. Third place was RB Snake Eyes. Second place, Jot. Man, it's pretty cool. And uh, a lot of people were surprised by him. Apparently, he's an online Monat player, and right. LPN really wanted to find out like his name and everything because I think they want to get him to 
play a lot Absolutely more and everything right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at who finished below, right? Alex Myers, LPN, PR Balrog. Like, there's a lot of really good players yeah. in the game. And first place, XSK Samurai. Apparently using... Oh, no. He, he won a weekly event. He won Wednesday Night Fights with only Sagat. But this oh, one, real? Yeah, wow. yeah. But this one he won with Akuma. Yeah. yeah. So XSK Samurai taking first place for Street Fighter V. Okay. And Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2 singles. Uh, Pericles, third place. Second place, Damon Doe, of course, with the amazing uh, Slayer. And first place, Bjorn Son of Bears. Uh, the chip player, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna have to say that this is the squad to beat. Okay, I mean I'm, I can see that. Bjorn, son of bears, XSK samurai, and well, Bronson is kind of good. It depends Bron- on. I mean, he shows up sometimes, right? Yeah, so he I know. shows up big sometimes. Bronson, tra- oh, Bronson is. He's 34. Yeah, so he's 34. Oh, okay, you know. okay. And okay. That, that's older, I guess, but yeah, he's not like. I mean, even Vaya is not that old to be honest. But no, uh, he's older than that. Oh, he, he yeah. I'm just saying, like he's not Sako. Like he's not. Oh that yeah, age. yeah, yeah. Vaya is close. No, he's close. He's 37. He's 38 now. Oh, for real? Is he older than Vaya? Because oh, he's realize. he's only like two or three years younger than me. Oh, I thought he was more than that. Okay. No, so hey. he's like two or three year, year, years younger than me. So the Slayer he faced was Damondo. Damondo is really he won Anime Ascension like two or three years ago or something like that before Slayer was buffed. Right, so Slayer is yeah. Vi is oh, forty. This year. Oh my bad. There you I go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's only two years younger than I am. So there you go. Okay. That's right. He 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 joined the he joined the next uh, next decade. That's right. Sick. I remember that. Yeah. Sako is. He's older than Sako then. I so he okay. is older than hey. Sako. Yeah. There you go. Sako but is thirty nine. Honestly, this this feels like the team to beat for Red Bull Conquest. I can see that, man. I, I think this will be exciting. I don't know if Bronson's going. I don't know if Jimmy Tran is going to go in his place or something like that because I don't know if he can travel or something like that, yeah. you know, because... If he even cares. Yeah. <laughs> if he even cares. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Uh, there was also Capcom Pro Tour online ranking event, Europe, this last weekend. Uh, in seventh place, Dr. Gulag with Laura... And uh, JY, JY, JY with Akuma, uh, fifth place, Shady with G, Blanca, Balrog, and Abigail, and Sunmate with Birdie, fourth place, Duoctic with Urian, third place, Tempo Chun Li with 40 points, second place, SSY, SDR, Swag Skeletor with Fang and G. Pretty cool name. Um, with uh, 70 points in first place, ROG, DSC, RASS with Balrog and Birdie with 150 points. So there you go. Uh, this was in uh, Europe East. So this was Latvia, Bulgaria, Czech Republic, Finland, Romania, Lithuania, Slovakia, Hungary, Poland, Russia, Estonia, Ukraine, and Greece. So those are the eligible countries to enter. Interesting this that they event. actually say which are which are included. Yeah, that's, that's actually cool. kind of cool. Uh, I actually got a chance to visit Reflex LA this week. Oh, did you go? Yeah, I went for a very brief period of time. I actually went there and hung out. I watched the Justin Wong versus Chris G matchup, which was hilarious in so many different ways because Justin Wong won run round with the most YOLO raging demon ever, and it seemed to work. He still ended up losing, and as soon as he lost, Justin Wong got off the machine. He was like, I worked mad hard, man. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, that was a 
uh, that had a UMVC3 tournament and an MVCI tournament. And interestingly enough, MVCI apparently had more entrance. Did it? Okay. It? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I only watched Marvel 3 in it. I didn't watch the MVCI. They didn't stream any of oh, okay. MVCI. It was, it was just all off on the okay. side. So... Um, but it was cool. It was that super arcade? Uh, I think I think Rip is older than me, so I'm 35, and I think Rip is like 37. Is he okay? That's okay. my guess because I know I believe he's a little older than I am. All right, I'm not a thousand percent. This sure was on an that. event put on by Reflex, and I guess they announced that there's going to be a Reflex Japan that's coming super up. Cool. So that's super cool. But this event. They flew out a bunch of East Coast guys, yes. so Flux and Ray Ray. I saw Coach Steve was there. Yes. Who else was there? There was a few East Coast guys that showed up, which was really really cool. Noel was yeah, there. Noel well, was Noel's, there. Well, he lives in Vegas. Yeah, now. he's in Vegas yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Unknown. That's another one. That right. Unknown. Okay. Yeah. 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 So um, there was twenty two entrants in this uh, tournament, and uh, let's see here. Seventh place was Justin Wong and Noel. Uh, fifth place was Coach Steve uh, and Flux. Fourth place Priest. Third place, Dead X Pride. Is that Dead X Pride? Was he? Dead X Pride is basically Clockwork Junior. Yeah, he's the Clockwork Junior. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, second place, NY Chris G. First place, Ray Ray. What is interesting about Ray these Ray. results? So, I mean, Ray Ray played super well. Like it looked to me like he's really been training up. Well, actually, a lot of these guys look like they were legit still. Yeah. yeah but if you look uh -huh. at the results, so Ray Ray from the East Coast, Chris G from Marvel Three. I think he's East Coast. I will still call yeah, him. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, Dead X Pride and Priest are SoCal. Yeah, then uh -huh. Flux, Coach Steve, Noel, uh, Justin, Justin was, was West Coast. I when guess he West got, Coast yeah, for that. Uh -huh. Unknown East Coast, like the East Coast didn't fly out that many dudes, but they, they all are, made it up. They are yeah, all yeah. super good still. I mean, the East Coast has always been Marvel Land, that right? Pretty it's, much. It's always like, MVC Two was also all East Coast domination, you know. So they've always been the best at the game. So. Uh, they don't have the MVCI results yeah, here. Yeah, I, I uh, didn't even see that there was yeah, one. Yeah, I, I didn't know who won there. Yeah, but me neither. Here's an interesting one, too. Uh, they also ran... There was also a couple of side exhibitions. Yeah. So I beat Duck Doe in a hyper-fighting tournament at Super Arcade a few, like about a couple of months ago, okay. right? And so Duck was like, I want to run that back. <laughs> so it was uh, Zangief right. versus his Guile. And he, he beat my He beat my Zangief. Because that's how I beat him in the tournament, oh, right? Oh, wow. He right. beat my Zangief, and he was like... I thought you played Ken against me. And I was like, no, because you counterpicked with Sagat, so I switched to Ken. Okay. He's like, okay, play your Ken. So I played Ken, and I lost to his Guile, so okay. I'm down 0-2 now, okay. right? And we both put in a dollar, so we were seeing who's going to lose their dollar For first, sure. right? And I was like, Big I actually don't like Ken versus Guile. I prefer Zangief. Okay. So I played Zangief, beat his Guile, beat his Guile, beat his Guile. He switched to Sagat, beat his Sagat. Dang! 4-0 right there. So I'm still, I'm still the right. king of that. Dude, you don't understand. Zangief, Guile is like my specialty in hyper yeah. fighting. It's a fun I, matchup. I loved that matchup. Yeah. I loved that matchup. Yeah. So, And then uh, Justin Wong and Mike Watson had an exhibition as well. Okay. I talked to Justin Wong. He was in like, what? He was like, do you think I could beat Watson in hyper fighting if it's First to ten, but I only need to win one game, and he needs to win ten. <laughs> oh no! And I looked at Justin, and I was like, "I don't know. I don't think you could." And Justin was like, "But all I need to do is random one game, right? So if I know that, Which, I can just play like a for sure spaz. Just like start the round with Ken jump forward fierce. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh, right, exactly. Yeah. Right. He was like touch a death. I right. know how to do low short fierce uppercut right, and everything. Right. And I was like, okay, with that mindset." 
Maybe, yeah. maybe you can win. <laughs> okay. And uh, they played it in Watson won. Oh man, Watson won. What characters? Uh, I think uh, Watson. I don't know. I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't see it. But I, uh, he might have been using Guile, probably, or something like that. Yeah, stable but, character. But uh, you know, Justin couldn't win one game against. Watson, <laughs> that is I'm hilarious. Telling you, dude, that guy is un- unbeatable in that game, dude. That was. It was not streamed because it was on the cabinet off to the side, yeah. which is not hooked up anywhere. So, yeah. Dang. There you go. So. Wow. Well, I really enjoyed the event, uh, at least the stream experience. Uh, it was great watching Marvel 3 again. I really miss watching that game. Mm-hmm. One of my all-time favorite fighting games to watch, even though I stopped playing it probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. It actually might be how long ago it was. Um, but uh, I, love, I love watching it, and I miss it. So that was super cool, and I know all the guys had a had a blast playing the game as well. So uh, it'd be great to see more more of that kind of thing. Good job to K. Braden for and to Neo for uh, streaming or for uh, commentating. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, they were on there for like twelve hours. Yeah, like they never left. Well, at least K. Brad was like yeah, he, he was never true, left yeah. the stream station, dude. It was crazy. I f- I felt bad for him because he must have been really freaking tired at that point in time. So. Dang, uh, do you think it's plausible that Darkseid Phil beat Watson in the tournament? I mean, it was a completely inaccurate version of... Oh, did it really happen? Yeah, he beat him, he beat him in, in, at EVO one year on, when we played Super Turbo on one of the Capcom classics on the PlayStation 1, which had like the crazy input lag and like all this weird like, stuff that didn't work the same way as the arcade. And so, trust me, DSP... Always talks about that like that was his greatest. Like, oh, I beat Watson. Watson's just like this game like isn't even accurate. Like, none of the shit that I was doing was working. And that stuff. sucks. So yeah. Well, I'm uh, undefeated against DSP in tournament. Yeah. Oh, have you actually played him before? Yeah, a couple of times. Oh, okay, okay. I beat him with I beat his DJ with my old Honda. Nice. Ah, <laughs> oh man. Yes. Best believe I was cheesing yes, pretty hard after that happened. Yes, I would be too. <laughs> that is awesome. Not an easy matchup. But basically, as soon as you grab DJ with the fierce bear hug as old Honda, all you do is hold up toward and press medium kick for the splash cross-up. It's a safe jump. There's nothing DJ can do about it. Then you just press short, and now you're at a range where DJ can't, can't tech, you. and he's lost charge. <laughs> so it's over. But, <laughs> you know, he could take the hit. He could take the jump medium kick. Right, yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. he still has charge, and now there's a mix-up. But... If you know about that, then you can at least then combo I can block. Him. Yeah, or you can or, combo. That's right, just combo yeah, him at the moment. Uh-huh, yeah, for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. That's really funny. So, God, so there was another Army event this weekend. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see any of it. I didn't watch it. So I'm not sure who won this one. I was supposed to go to it, but... Weirdly, I don't know. Is this ironic? But I couldn't go to the U.S. Army event because the U- the U.S. judicial system had me checking in for jury duty. So America bodied me from going to an America event. It's an important so, duty, yeah, friend. Exactly. So important uh, duty. I actually couldn't do that. So that was this weekend. As did you well. get called up for uh, to the standard? I never did. I didn't have to even report. I called every day, and they're like, Palmer. "You do not have to report tomorrow." Oh. And every single day until the last one, they're like, "You do not have to report." Thank you. You will not be contacted again for a year. And I was like, "Better yes. know next time, man." <laughs> what? Yes. No, it's like, too bad. 
happy. <laughs> I know. I know. One of these I days know. I'll get jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not gotten it before? No, I got I got called in once. I haven't told this story. Which one? So I got I got uh, jury duty. I was in law school at the time. Or no, I was in I was still at Berkeley uh, uh-huh. for undergrad. And I got called in, and so I went, and I was all excited because I wanted to go to law yeah, school, so I wanted uh-huh, to experience uh-huh. like, hey, how's court? You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. I've never been. And so they called. Actually, got to the phase where they called me up onto the stand for the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so they asked, "Hey, what do you do?" And I was like, "I'm a student. Where? Oh, Berkeley. Uh, what do you want to do? I want to go to law school. Move to strike. That was it. Yep. Immediately. Uh-huh, uh-huh. As, basically, as as soon as they 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 want people who are uninformed. Yes. That's pretty uh-huh, much how uh-huh. jury selection works. Uh, there there was even a guy. I remember this because I thought it was really funny. Um, there was a juror whose last name was Kierkegaard, which is the same name of a famous philosopher from the 1800s. Uh-huh. And so the the judge, or maybe it was the, I guess it was the lawyer, yeah, asked, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, is, are, is that, are you related to the famous philosopher Kierkegaard? And the guy was like, actually, yeah. He's like my, you know, great, great, whatever. Like, he, yeah, uh-huh, actually, uh-huh. yeah. Moved to strike. Because <laughs> he thought he was smart. Dude, you don't understand. My brother has actually said this. So one oh, time, oh my god, horrible, horrible he got, way to got, trick the jury. Right, he actually got called to the stand one time, and they're like, and he was kind of excited to try it. So yeah. he actually did serve on jury recently, but a few times ago, he was like, he came up the stand. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna be completely impartial, unbiased. I'm gonna be like, he like, because he was kind of interested in yeah. doing it, and so he was just like, yeah, and he was trying to be as like fair as possible strike yeah dude yeah like the easiest way to get dismissed from a jury is not actually to try to come up with some bullshit excuse sure. but it's actually to be like i'm going to be fair and sure. impartial i'm really smart yeah I'm i want this process yeah, like it matters uh-huh. to me i want to do my duty that'll get you out of there they don't want that kind of hope they, they want See, they want the dummies they want people who don't know things they honestly they want, just, to, they want to shape the jurors in the way that is beneficial they to them. honestly need to just create third-party groups that form jurors Jury, uh, yeah. juries. I mean, it's it's silly to me. I mean, I know we're going on a complete tangent here, but it's really, really silly to me how it works. I think that is the dumbest thing possible. Yeah, yeah it's very it's badly they, done. Yeah, it's really, really annoying. All right. Uh, anyway, what else? Is, um, now, what the hell? There, were, I know there was like some. I, other I'm sure it's small not always like that. Uh, Saber Mouse says you got into a full jury once, and you were in there with the former governor of the state. That is super cool. Oh dang! Super interesting. Okay. Uh, very cool. I'm sure it doesn't always work in the way where if you are related in the most tangential way to a philosopher from the 1800s that you get struck immediately. I'm sure it's not always like that, but that was my experience. Okay. Okay. Uh, another event that was this weekend was in uh, the UK called Air Five. Wow, what city is that? H E I R. That is in. God, I can't. <laughs> I just asked because. Yeah, I, I know. It's in Leicester. Is that really how you pronounce that? That's <laughs> yeah. just Leicester? Leicester. That is way <laughs> less complicated than I could have possibly guessed based on how it's spelled. Over there in Leicester, United yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, I know, right? I was about to say, like, Leicester or yeah. something like that. Leicester, okay. Uh, this was a Smash event here. And, uh, oh, is this the one that had the video of. Uh, of uh, Armada chugging that beer. I don't know. Dude, there was just, he just had like the biggest giant ass mug that I had ever seen, and he just went, he. Okay. He took it down, he sculled it. Okay. The whole thing, and I was like, respect that. Holy crap. I was like, these Europeans, man. All right, I respect it. Uh, Oh, first place gets a chug of beer. 
Oh man, seventh oh, place awesome. was Professor Pro with Fox first, and Nikki with Fox. Fifth place was VL uh, Trifazia with uh, Peach, and Sun Dady with Samus. Fourth place was RB Ice with Fox. Sec third place Tempo S2J with Captain Falcon. Second place G2 West Balls with Falco, and first place TSM Leffen with Fox. Nice so work, did man. Did Armada not play in this? Well, I don't see him in top thirty-two there. That's so. really weird. So was he was he helping organize it or something like that? I'm not sure. Scroll up, see if, just see if there's uh, a board. I mean, it says that he's he's not in it, so he just played doubles. I see. Oh. So him and Android, of course, his brother, they took first place in doubles. There was also the crew events with US, USA versus Germany versus the, Sweden versus oh, Netherlands. Oh, okay. And stuff I was, like that. Yeah, it's not USA versus Europe. It's country versus country. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, yeah that's uh, a little. Yeah, but USA ended up taking that. But shout out to Germany so. for taking it above Sweden. That's impressive. Yeah, that is true, actually. Sweden, oh, okay. considering Evo Grand Finals was Sweden. Um, All right, that's cool. Yeah, so that was this weekend. That, was, that must have been a huge event. Yeah. Uh, that was this weekend. Shoot. I swear to God. Oh, was that like was without Leffen and Armada? Ah. Oh, the crew battles was okay. out without them. Oh, okay. okay, okay. 750, 750 plus, plus, folks. Yikes. Dang. That yeah. is very impressive. Huge event. Yes, I definitely took a wolf fang fist to the nose. So, so now I look like an anime character. I think they said I look like um, Guts from Berserk. So I, I don't know why you're. Don't ask me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, gosh, what else? There was like I swear to God, there was like another one or two like small. Kind there of was events. the Injustice Online IPS. Okay. For I want to say Europe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was last weekend. Did we already talk about that? I don't think we did. I don't have anything against anime. I'm just, it's, I'm out of the loop is all. Right. I'm not opposed to it. But in, in any case, they oh, was were... Oh, was it US? There was watch. a whole... Okay, Gur took it, huh? Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, but yeah, th- there was just a crap ton of events this weekend. There was a lot of stuff going on this weekend. And, um... Berserk? Oh, the anime. I thought... Sounds good. I thought that was like a ST tournament <laughs> that we had missed. No, 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 no. I look like bad. Guts from Berserk the Anime. My bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, Fate's Crossing is a thing that Raph has done. I didn't get to watch it this time or be part of it because I was out with family. But uh, uh, Raph TX has done a stream with an online tournament for a Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is, I think, the third time now. Oh, cool. And it's really cool. You know, there's a really good competition on there. Um, I think Fame won the first one, or he was certainly in it, and then he got second place at Evo. Oh, good. So yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's kind of good. Pretty good player. He's good. So that's the, I think that's a really good way to watch uh, BB Tag because there's not a lot of weekly stream. It's not weekly, but there's not a lot of like frequent mm-hmm, streaming mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. it in the U.S. Right. You can see a little bit more from Japan, but uh, from the U.S., not oh, super yeah, common. So right. very, very cool. There was some Topanga results too. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So. Uh, God, I mean, they well, got fourth or fifth this time. Dang, good job, everybody else. I mean, we can talk about this a little bit more in the five-five matchup about yeah. all these events. Yeah, and definitely. Like that. definitely so yeah. You want to take a quick break, sure. and when we come back, so in the five-five matchup, we're going to talk about age and fighting games again. We're going to talk about uh, you know uh, this 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 gigantic influx of events everywhere, all over the place, and. Uh, what was the other one we were going to talk about here? Uh, something else, but come. We'll come. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. happen. Okay. We'll be back with that in a little bit. All right. Oh, I thought you were going to quit right then. I was going to time it right, but I didn't. Okay. This is so damn cute.
how do you not have any food with you today, David? It's true. I didn't bring any food with me. So I had an entire mishmash earlier, which is a, a Jewish soup. It contains uh, matzo balls and chicken and rice and noodles Ooh, okay. and carrots and kreplach. And that was just too much. And it was really delicious. But I just ate too much. Okay. So okay. I actually felt kind of bloated and weird. And I came, I brought green tea with me here. That's why I uh, like, just to like settle okay, my stomach okay. a little bit. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling fair. a little gnarly. I mean, I kind of did that yesterday too. I, since I woke up late yesterday, I woke up by having a lot of blood on my face and everything like that. <laughs> you woke up like that? Yeah, that's how my cat like, woke me up. I was sleeping oh, when oh, it okay. happened. I thought... Wait, but you did wake up when it happened. Oh, hell yeah! Okay, okay, I thought you like woke up later and you had to like no, piece together no. how it is that no. your nose got I was swallowed. lying there and, you know, in your sleep you do process stuff. So I'm processing hearing my cats run around. Okay. And then all of a sudden I just feel my cat jump on me and then the, the, the foot just kind of go across my nose. Oh, wow. And I just was like, Jasmine, what the fuck? And I just like ran to the bathroom because I was bleeding all yeah. over my face, basically. Gnarly. And, uh, yeah, but I woke up with that. But I woke up late. Un- unexpectedly like that but then I just ate a big giant meal in the middle of the day and then All I right. didn't eat anything else for the rest of the day so doing the accidental intermittent fasting right you know. but yeah good old Jasmine does she look like that <coughs> no she does not look like that that looks like a all. ceramic cat is that a real cat no that looks like a ceramic no Jasmine is um I have cats there's hey Jasmine. there's Jasmine there's Jasmine yeah I did one did want David's food. David's food always smells good, dude. Yeah, I, good I think food. I tend to make good food. Well, the, the interesting thing Nowadays. is the food that you make is really fragrant. You always put okay. a lot of like like the sesame oil or That's the or the like you know stuff. this kind of a thing in there. So it's very. It has this very right. good fragrance, which is good, which is a key component to food. I, I, I like it. I like it. I, I still have the reputation among my brothers. They always rip on me as not being able to cook at all because for a long, long time I didn't cook at all, and when I did. This was a favorite of mine. I would buy canned chicken, canned green beans, and canned corn, and, like and just literally dump them into a pan, so and maybe put a little bit of olive oil on it, and a little bit of salt, and that was like a dinner. So, so they made fun understandably of you for not being able to cook, and not for the fact that you were unable to shower. <laughs> well, they may have also suffered from that part of things. So. <laughs> That might have been a family trait. But I but mean, now I'm a little bit better, having been married to a uh, pastry chef. Who just... Who has, also, who has some standards. Yeah, and who is also just... She's just a good chef overall. She, she, she just cooks well in general. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, uh-huh, I've learned uh-huh. a little bit. I've learned mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's good. But, I mean, honestly, food... There's so much of the component of food. If you think that making food not smell good or making food not look good, like, look, s- smell, and taste presentation and all that stuff is all super important for food absolutely so yeah i had a mullet anyway the <laughs> ads are, are done okay okay sound like you don't want to talk about the mullet what anymore. i've talked about the mullet yeah, on I know, many I know, occasions I know. plenty of times I don't think oh yeah i got married it. a few months ago it's true people are still well you know it's fine you know? <laughs> everybody knows exactly yeah yep yep okay you ready yeah okay and by the way, that's Sako and his daughter is just so damn cute. She's a cutie. I can't believe he's like taught her to do like the, the peace sign thing like that. I feel like that's just something you pick up. Yeah, I guess so. It's just, uh-huh. Yeah, everybody it's takes pictures natural. like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
Alrighty, welcome back to the show. Uh, people have been asking about my appearance as something different. Yes, I've lost a lot of weight. Uh, all of it in hair from my chin and above. <laughs> so here's the question. When you shave, do you actually drop like two pounds or something like I that? I have actually measured myself and it's it's a little less than a pound. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely done that where like I grew, I grew out the hair, I grew out the beard for other reasons, but then I decided to shave. Right, uh-huh. And I was curious, how much does right, that actually? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah, I weighed myself before and after and sure enough, a little bit less than a pound. Dang, so. that's crazy, that's crazy. <clears throat> I was trying to like exaggerate with like two pounds, but you know, half a pound is pretty simple. No, it was, it was three quarters of a pound. It was it's not nothing. Okay, okay. I mean, there may have been that's, some that's, manscaping going on. That's that. also like not just like a lot of hair, but that's like thick, like clumped up, like really dense hair. I think I have a very nice soft beard, thank <laughs> you. I, think I, I don't think it's that gross. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, let's get to talking about some 5-5 matchup stuffs. We got a couple of topics on the docket today. <laughs> uh, so obviously, Sokka winning, Watson destroying Justin. Bronson Tran winning. Yeah. We By the way, not just Sako, but Itazan, 37 yeah, years old, yeah, being yeah. in top four. Daigo just winning a major. Daigo had won. Um, there have been players in, just in very recent times, who have been winning things that mm-hmm, are, mm-hmm. you know, mid-30s and above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can talk about that. There's also, just like I said, there's so many events this past weekend uh, is this a problem or not? We actually had a, a fun little online session of Sagat Sagat where we oh, played yeah. against each other. Yeah, and uh, you were trying an interesting thing of trying not to throw tiger shots at all. So <coughs> on my on my fourth beer, I saw that you were streaming, and uh-huh. I was like, all right, now I <laughs> let's make this happen. Right, right, right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I was trying to play uh, no tiger shot Sagat. I'm still mm-hmm. trying to do that just to learn his normals and move. Yeah, 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 which was really interesting. Actually, it was kind of a cool experiment yeah. to see how it, it hasn't been and going super like well. That, so. yeah. But uh, yeah, so we can talk let's about talk about the age stuff first. Okay. I think that's very interesting. Okay, um, so. The question. So we've we've talked before about sort of the relative strengths of the eras in fighting game history, right? Um, and I don't I don't think that that's what I want to talk about today. If you want to, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. But what I'd rather talk about is sort of what what's the limit of how old somebody can reasonably expect to to play and still be competitively strong. At some point. You can't, whether because you're dead or what. But like, there's a <laughs> there's a limit. Is it ninety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it just the average age of when people pass away, mid seventies or whatever, depending right. on what country you live in? Mm-hmm. Um, is that the average age you can expect that you just can't compete anymore, or is there some point before that? In the larger esports world, there's a, a common feeling that twenty five is about where you start to slow down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my thoughts on it are that. There's nothing that makes you slow down in that sense. I mean, of course, the older you get, the more likely you're going to run into some right. physical problem, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get cervical radiculopathy or you're going to get, you know, um, hand issues in some way, right? That that becomes more likely as you get older, but there's it's not necessary, right? And plenty of people avoid it. Most mm-hmm. people avoid it. Um, so outside of that, I feel that there's not a real barrier because I see... You know, surgeons and musicians yeah, and, just and up painters, musicians. Yeah. right? People who are whose hands have to be very uh, active. They need great execution, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. for whatever uh-huh, it is that they're uh-huh. doing. Uh, and and for surgery, for some things, you need really good reactions too, because mm-hmm. you have to react fast yeah, if something yeah, yeah, goes yeah. wrong. So uh-huh. so 
you're not, it's not just that you're going through the motions, like you have to be on it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And people can do that in some cases until considerably old age. So I think that, that that's more likely, in my view, what fighting games and sort of just in general competitive video games will end up being. But you don't see that. And, and part of why you don't see that, I, you know, is that video games aren't that old. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like uh-huh. nobody who grew up with video games <laughs> is older than mid-40s. So That's it. I always say Literally the maximum. My older brother is as old as Pong. He was born in 1972. Pong was released in the bars in 1972. Games existed before that. There was Space War before sure, Pong, but that was the first public rare, one. So, yeah. you know, that was the first arcade machine. And so, yeah, you don't even... I, I've often said that everyone who tells you you outgrow video games is wrong because we don't know yet. No, and, and every other generation of humans has had some game that they grew up playing and they keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Baseball, golf, right. cards, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. chess... Mm-hmm. Every culture has their thing, and people p- just play it forever. Mm-hmm. And, and no, you know, no reason to expect something different for us. I see Flyrant, you know, in the chat talking about how reactions do get slower. I actually don't believe that. I don't believe it either. I don't actually believe that. I think reactions, if you train it enough, you can maintain the reactions. And some players still have great reactions, even in higher ages. And there was stuff a very like interesting that. post on Reddit on our Street Fighter uh-huh. from somebody who says that he uh, is involved in the academic literature with some of this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and his, his findings were that uh, as people get older, on average, their reaction speed goes down. But among people who train to maintain their reactions, mm-hmm. they, it's not a significant difference between yeah. age groups. Right. So if, you're, if you keep playing video games in the way that we all are, like we're training, that's, yeah, just, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're not doing mm-hmm. it on purpose, but you're, you're continuing to train your brain and your hands and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we would go down if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, honestly, as a person who is experiencing getting old and playing fighting games at the same time, yeah. I actually find that it was like my re- reactions have been shit even when I was 20, right? I was bad at reactions back then. So me having bad reactions has nothing to do yeah. with age, right? My execution is fine. I can still do crazy combos, right? And I can actually do combos better now than I could back then because I just know more about techniques and stuff like that. The thing that actually makes it the hardest for me is just, you know, the whole concept of you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right, is you find that your brain just isn't as quick, isn't as flexible to adapt to things as much. Plasticity or elasticity? I'm not sure the term. But, like, I will play fighting games and I will notice that I I have trouble breaking my brain out of this weird thing that it gets stuck in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm playing a fighting game this way and I can't see it the right way. But the thing is, I can get there eventually. And if I were still a pro player, it would probably take me a lot shorter to do it than. Sure, if you're spending more time practicing and. Exactly. So. Yeah. Honestly. My answer to the question is I we don't know. We okay, have no idea answer. how how old we can get and play because you know, I, I said this a long time ago, you know, when we did talk about a lot of the, the age the different groups and stuff like that, but I really honestly believe that guys like Watson would still be the best if he knew there was a reason to keep playing. Right? I, I mean, mean Watson has physical issues too like he oh, has does he? His oh. arthritis yeah. oh I didn't know I actually didn't yeah. even know about oh, that really? oh really okay, well maybe okay. that's not I don't know in any case, <laughs> okay okay but uh, you know uh, outside of those outside of actual physical issues yeah. right 
I mean, the, the fact that, like I said, I don't think there's anybody on the planet right now that could practice up hyper fighting and get to a point where they could beat Watson consistently, right? Like, it would always be an even match. Now, that's because when he played it back then, it was, it was all in. Like, there was just, there was no question about just how much work that they put into those games. Sure. They just never stopped playing sure. the game, right? And so, if he was able to play, if Vi never really, I mean, he's, like I said, he's still winning Wednesday night fights against all these yeah. freaking, oh, sure. you know, these, these people trying to, these, these new up-and-comers and stuff sure. like that. And he's doing it with, like, freaking Blanca well, that he's, like, playing. Good, to be honest, yeah, yeah, but, like, I get the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Bronson just freaking won, you know, against Jimmy Chaitran. Now, also old, by the way. Yeah, so I was going to say, Jimmy also. is kind of old, and Bronson kind of trained him a little bit. Right. So that always helps a little bit. But, you know, I, I just don't think there is an upper echelon. Now, I don't know if that's different in other esports. I don't know if that's different in, in StarCraft and stuff like that because of, of the APMs and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I mean... You know, having having played and watched a lot of StarCraft and having done the same in fighting games. <laughs> he beat Knuckledew at Evo. That's right. He did. beat Knuckledew. Uh, but so that's also Knuckledew just doesn't... He didn't buy Blanca, probably. So. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that's true. <laughs> uh, there are certainly some fighting games that have a lot less movement than, uh, than StarCraft, than, like, top-level StarCraft. But, you know, you're not going to... I really feel that like a Marvel type game where you're constantly you're constantly doing something. Mm-hmm. Like you can't look at Chris G play Morgan and think like that's not some APM, dude. That's, that <laughs> right? is super fast, dude. So I, it just really depends Yikes on the game. playing MVC too. Yeah, he's still crazy in that game, yeah. and it's it's funny too because you talk to him about it, and he sounds a lot like how I sound too. He was like, I'm doing things in that game because I understand it much better than I used sure. to, and so it's like it's weirdly easier for me now. Because before it was just pure raw emotion, and he was just like, like you for know, sure. it was just like a yeah, zone well, we, kind we, of thing. The scene got better, and so did the players, for sure. Actions per minute. APM is actions per minute. So right. a lot of the times, the top StarCraft players would be rated by their actions per minute, yeah. which is like, highlight this group, send them over here, do this, start building this thing, right. you know, make sure you're mining, and da-da-da-da, all And it's that like, stuff. at the max, a few hundred actions per minute. But, you know, keep in mind that that's, that's not the average. Right. And that also, that includes all the little things you're doing. Right. Like, it's not... It's not if you select all the dudes and have them move someplace, that's not one action. That's all the things involved. Right. So. And honestly, I, w- I will actually postulate that in the StarCraft community and stuff like that, that maybe the older they get, the less they play, might be a result of a false stereotype that when you get yeah. older. Like, I feel like maybe the fact that they believe that plays into it and then, like... I feel like they could conquer it if they really sat down and were like, no, you know what? Age is not a thing. Like, I, I mean, there still- are some StarCraft players that are uh, certainly, if not 30, then approaching 30. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's not it's not nobody. I feel like it, it's more of an issue maybe now that in something like League where the players really are quite young on average. Mm-hmm, Again, there are players that are approaching 30 or maybe they are 30. I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm, how, people, mm-hmm. how old they are. But um, there's... Certainly, most of the players are much younger than that. I, I really feel that that's um, more of a reflection of how old the game the games yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So, league, or even just maybe like Dota style games, that's fifteen years old at the right. absolute maximum, right? Whenever Warcraft three came out and people were making custom games, so you can't have grown up with that style of game until mm-hmm. not that long ago, right? Like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the oldest person who grew up playing Dota is. 
25, <laughs> maybe, right? Yeah. So maybe they're 30. Yeah. Um, whereas in fighting games, uh, Sako was tw- was 12 when Street Fighter 2 mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. So so he's you know approaching the upper limit. Maybe the absolute upper limit is early early 40s. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. who grew up playing fighting games. Right. That doesn't exist for the other games. See, I mean, even Chiku Sodom. Back in the day, he was like forty something. That's true. Yeah, there were certainly people and who picked was, it up as older. He was age. willing. He was winning Alpha and MVC two You're matches, right. Right. you know, and he was amazing at the game. So, you know, honestly, I think that the traditional esports players like StarCraft and stuff like that. I mean, I see a lot of people in the chat talking about burnout, talking yeah. about just losing the fun in the game sure. and stuff like that. Sure. I think that's more of a factor. I definitely than the agree. Age. Definitely also, agree. you find. A significant other, and sure. then all of a sudden, you, other priorities, you know, life, other right, priorities and stuff like that. I think those are more factors for why older players drop out of those games well, than than actual age, in my opinion. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with that, but I think, in, uh, additionally, although there were some players who picked up fighting games at older ages, usually people pick things up like this when they're younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Right. Of course, so, so I really think that there's a, an effective maximum age right now. In video games, you just can't expect somebody who's sixty to pick it up now. Like it's oh, just okay, not gonna okay, happen. Okay, okay, you're talking about brand new now, picking yeah, it up. Nobody, oh, yeah, 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 brand yeah, yeah. new, uh-huh, almost uh-huh. nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so uh-huh. the, the people who are playing it now, we're gonna keep playing. But the, there's nobody coming in who's like, I'm forty and I want to start playing video games. It just is not like that. I mean, it's 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 so it's, so I so I think tough. there's an effective maximum age right now. I mean, that's kind of tough because I literally have someone that I've been talking to a lot. Right. I mean, who I is forty years old, like, and he's trying to get into fighting games. He's like, am I, I too it. old? I, yeah, to get into it, probably. Yeah, to, and to I be, was like, to be a, uh, a, to be a top level player. Probably oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even just to get to the point where that's they not can what I'm enjoy talking about. No, I'm, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, top level play. Okay, okay. Almost nobody is getting into it now. At an older age, it's something you have to have been doing mm-hmm. for already mm-hmm. for many years before yeah, yeah, you can be a top-level yeah, yeah. player. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I think there's a maximum age, but then yeah, a further skewing that to a lower amount is the fact that uh, players in esports ha- oftentimes have had terrible living arrangements. They're in team <laughs> houses where their lives are just organized day to day. I mean, you know, as, as a lawyer, I've represented players uh, in in actions against their teams, and the players are. Now, so now some of them are getting paid well, but for many years they weren't getting paid very well. They were living in a house. Every hour of their day was was set up for them. Mm-hmm, they had mm-hmm. to eat at certain times. They had to work out at certain times. They had to play certain times, and then they were expected, although not required, to continue training after the required mm-hmm, hours. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was just not a sustainable yeah, lifestyle, and, and, and that that still exists for a lot of players. They're getting paid better now at the top level, but that kind of crazy lifestyle still exists. And that's not something that can last forever. You just can't live like that your whole yeah, life. Yeah, and, and people have already proven that the longer you try to learn something in a day, the less effective it becomes. Sure, after diminishing a while, returns, right? of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah you got to yeah, sleep and let it process, right? So that kind of lifestyle is actually, I think, not conducive to getting better totally because agree. it just because it, it, it also robs the enjoyment out of the game, sure. which is a huge factor. Sure, huge I, I, I had factor. a player who was getting. Uh, something like 150k per year mm-hmm. at a good team, one of the one of the top level teams, and he's he was at the time was 18, I think he had finished high school, and and after a year of it, maybe a year and a half of it, he just didn't want to do it anymore. Right? He yeah, just didn't, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. he was uh-huh. making money, like he was popular. He's he's a good looking dude. Like it was everything from sort of the outside. You would think, wow, everything's going great. 
but um, just the lifestyle is horrible, horrible. So that that kind of thing is not sustainable. But that's not that's a different uh, question, different sort of situation argument than um, is there a physical limit, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. not the same question as are there physical issues. Yeah, Some yeah, of them yeah. develop physical issues because they're doing this a thousand hours a day. You probably shouldn't Way do bashing. that, <laughs> right? You probably shouldn't do that. But there's if you take care of yourself and and do it wisely, then I think you can last for a long time. Yeah, and uh, honestly, not not Seagull. It's not. Not who I'm talking about. I think that uh, if players continue to play, so even some of these 30-year-olds like Daigo and, and Tokido and Sako and stuff like that, I think they, yeah, obviously when you're 60, you can't jump into it brand new, but yeah. could, they, could they potentially still be playing fighting games at 60 years old? I mean, unless video games turn into some weird, crazy, like, virtual reality headset you know things like that if the the actual medium changes maybe not but if it still remains playable on a joystick yeah on a screen i think guys like daigo tokido can play well into their 50s oh i i definitely i mean my my own expectation is that players will continue to play until they just are old and they just want to retire yeah. and just like not do it and not do anything anymore exactly hang out with exactly. grandkids and stuff and, and the crazy part about it is a lot of them a lot of people were like well you gotta quit fighting games once you get married and you have the family and then Sako winning this and having his kid on stage and yeah. just being like super happy i mean Sako just blew that theory out For of the sure. water water as well so but, but again how many years have we had to test that theory so far? Like none. <laughs> Only a few. Like pe- people of this gener of the generation that I guess you're in. I'm maybe at the tail end of. Uh huh. We haven't sort of. Most of us haven't been of kids having age for longer than a decade. Right, and at a point not where, that long. At a point where we can also understand that. This is still a lucrative career right, option right. for people, sure. right? That, that's so a big part of a lot too. of people. A reason ha- to stay in the A game. lot of people have had kids in the fighting game community, and they stopped. Sure. Sure. But that's because they were like, "Well, I got to pay for my kids now, so sure. you know, and do all this stuff, so I can't play video games anymore." Sure. But like Sako, legit can. Yeah. And so yeah, you know, Sako maybe is at the absolute forefront of people who are very strong. And are in an age when they can, they know that they can make money and have kids. Right. That uh-huh. and actually win. Like yeah, the, yeah, uh, uh-huh. you make a Venn diagram. Like it's just Sako <laughs> in that right now, right? It's not that many. Is there any other fighting game player that has uh, kids? Like Dogra has kids. A, a girl. Oh, I think. okay, okay. But really, not many. Really, mm-hmm. not many. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, man. I really think that people are going to be able to last for a long time. Now, I continue. I I do think that there's going to be a continuing. You know, my my theory is that the bigger the player base, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. the more talent uh-huh, there's going to uh-huh, be. Uh-huh. People who passed for top talent before might not be able to last in it. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that trend will continue. So I think that because of that trend, all but the very, very best players are going ge- to be basically priced playing. out of the, yeah, of yeah, the yeah, top yeah, yeah. level. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So maybe Sako can do it. You know, maybe a half dozen, maybe a dozen other players can do it. But in general, I think that the players in 10 years from now will be better than the mm-hmm. players of now, not just because the scene gets better, but because there's just more talent. It's just like it's just you just it's need statistics. more talent. It's yeah, a statistics exactly thing. right. It's exactly a right. Thing. So I think right. that will continue to skew because most of those will be new players. Mm-hmm. They'll be mm-hmm. younger mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. Um, mo- so the, I think the stats will continue to skew to be lower. But at some point, in a hundred years, right? No reason to think that we oh. won't continue to play video games. In in a hundred years, I think this will have stabilized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. At some point. 
And at that point, then you'll really be able to tell how long can somebody who is at a consistent talent pool, who starts when they're 15, right. how long can they play at a top level? I mean, I'll tell you this right now. I think a long time. Even like 10 years ago, I thought it would take 100 years to get to where I we are it. now. Right? <laughs> but Yosh actually brings up a really good thing. He said Z interviewed Sako after the win about playing in front of his family. And according to Yosh, uh, Sako said that unlike never before, he feels more pressure to perform well so that he can provide for his family. So it actually gave him a power up. Okay. Ooh, that's, the, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, man. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know about literally 100 years, but the point is we're not going to know the answer really to this question for many decades. Yeah. Because uh-huh. bo- both because the players now won't be old until decades from now, yeah, yeah, but also yeah. because I think there's still going to be more and more people coming into it, and the, depre- the sort of average top-level player age is going to be depressed because mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at some point when there's a consistent talent pool, then we'll really be able to know. Right. Yeah, exactly. So It's going to be a little while. Mm-hmm. But definitely don't believe it when people say that there's you got to get out of the game by 25. Oh God! Silly. Yeah. Again, like Silly. I said, I really even think in the esports sense of things, you know, with Dota and all the yeah. and league and all that stuff, I feel like that's more just burnout and For more sure. other life things coming up and and the weird reputation because nobody's proven that they can do it because, like you said, there just really hasn't been anybody who could prove it, right? So once someone does it. Then everybody will be like, well, I could keep playing, and then I think more people would play it. And and and, and uh, uh, you know, when you're when you are in something like this, it's it's interesting because you know, let's go back to I, I, I always make basketball analogies. So my apologies, but like players like like Jordan and like Kobe were great players because once they got to a certain age, they knew that they couldn't do the things that they could sure. before. And they adjusted their game. They had a long-term plan. It wasn't like, let's bust up my knees trying to do these crazy dunks. They learned to post up more. They learned to yeah. take more 18-footer jump shots and stuff like that. They just learned how to plan for the long-term of basketball. And again, I feel like Jordan was probably one of the best ones who did Were that. Were they right? planning for that? Or just as they got older and felt that they couldn't do things, they had to learn other skills? So, I think that was Jordan. Okay. I think Jordan was just smart enough to say, like, I want to keep winning, and I will have to adjust. Okay. And I think Kobe learned that from Jordan. So he, he actively thought, in five years, I won't be able to do this anymore, so I should I just learn picking ec- up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. uh, the thing about it is, uh, whenever people bring up, like, Jordan versus Kobe, in particular, before LeBron was in the conversation, right, I always said Jordan was a better player than Kobe because there would be no Kobe without Jordan because he just basically modeled his career so much after what Jordan did. You know what I mean? Like, there's videos where they, like, actually, like, splice footage back and forth and they just look like, like, the way they move is, like, exactly the same. It's really creepy, so. But, um, yeah, okay, so there's also the Kobe documentary. I actually, I really need to see that. I haven't gotten a chance to see that, so. But, you know, I feel like the reason why I bring that up is I feel like a lot of the players who play these games you know, with the mentality that, oh, once I'm 25, I'm at the tail end of my career, is damaging to their mentality. If they believe they could play till 45, they could also kind of do this planning out for the later career, make sure they don't burn out, make sure yeah. that they still have fun with the game, and then just find techniques. Maybe, you know, you never even know. Someone may even come up with some crazy strategy that's more geared towards less crazy APMs and then they find some crazy new tactic that works you know what I mean so if people can plan it out that way I think that they could survive longer in the community as well I think that the scene in general has to do a better job of things as well like for example 
uh, abusive team houses need to be a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the top esports teams are moving away from that. So mm-hmm. there actually is a movement in esports already to make players' lives better. Okay. That okay. is that is happening. Good, good. But uh, it's not where it should be, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it's the development. Many teams, especially ones on the come-up, aren't paying attention to that yet. So th- there needs to be a lot of work done yet. But, uh, yeah, it's something that I think that needs to be done, not just from the player side, but from yeah. sort of team, league, even maybe developer side. Like, it's just something that we need to think about. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Enough. Does he? Does Pluck really play the GameCube controller joystick with a wine grip? For real? I don't know. That would be crazy if he actually wine, does that. A but thing down there? That would kind of make sense, though, because then you would... Probably like this hand wouldn't get as killed as badly. I really, I feel like this is gnarly. I don't know. It's a weird move. Look, the game co- I, like the fact that Nintendo keeps selling GameCube controllers, I actually think is a disservice to the players. You know. I really think that they need to fix that yeah, in right. any case. But okay, we went on for that one for a long time. What else you got? Uh, let's talk about some tournaments here. So this weekend, like I said, there's been more events that I can't even possibly name, right? Like, I, I swear to God, I forgot, like, two more things that happened this weekend. But there was a lot of very small events that were happening all over the place, from Marvel events at Reflex LA. We had the Army Street Fighter thing. We had the Taiwan fighting. We had, so we had the big event. Right. We had the Tokyo Tekken Masters event. We had the smaller, we had a Smash event in Europe. We had another one in, you know, more online Europe events. And there was yeah. Red Bull Conquest going right. on. There's a lot of events, right? Yeah. That's There's no question about that, yeah. right? And maybe even two years ago, this was a big complaint that events were smashing on top of each sure. other's dates. And we were like, this is too, too many events. We need to roll back and, you know, all this other stuff like that, right? But two years later now, and now that we're going through this and having yeah. all these events on the same weekend, is it as bad as we think it was, that we thought maybe it was? And are we actually big enough as a scene that we can handle this now, that it, it, it actually isn't bad, that having lots of events like this is actually a better thing? Yeah. You know? Um, I, I mean, since you started on the, on the last one, I'll start on this one here. And one of the reasons why I want to talk about this is because there were so many, all these events here. Yeah, even Wednesday Night Fights. There's two Wednesday Night Fights now going on at the same time, right? Uh, But, like, I actually thought that this was going to be terrible in that there were too many events and we wouldn't be able to handle it. But I'm actually not sure I believe that anymore. And largely because... One of the cool things about this weekend is, was that the events were all over the place. Right. Right? So there's Taiwan. So you can watch that in the middle of the night if you really felt like it. Right? And then you can go watch this Europe event. There's this right. Southern American event. There's this U.S. event. There's like all over the place. Right? So the time differences kind of handle that really. Because it's not like there's five U.S. events in the West Coast. Sure. Sure. And then it's kind of messed up. Right? But then the other thing too is that all the other games are growing so much bigger. So we had a Smash event in Europe, mm-hmm. and we had a Tekken event in in Japan. Right. We had the uh, Marvel event in the U.S. Taiwan Fighters was everything. Right. You know, the games are getting to the point. So obviously, I've famously said that I feel like the FGC would die if Street Fighter went away. And I said that, the, and the thing that people always forget to quote me on is I've always said that that's not a good thing. Yeah. That's a bad thing. And I and and you know in I think that was like a year and a half I had that. Sorry, I talked about ago? that. Yeah, oh. 
was either a year ago or a year and a half ago, but things have obviously changed a lot since then. I still think Street Fighter is the most important franchise to the fighting game community. So. I still think it's crucial that Street Fighter survives uh, for the longevity of the fighting game community. But I do feel like a lot of the other games are stepping up and having the Arc, Reve uh, the Arc Revo World Tour, having the Tekken World Tour, Dragon Ball World Tour, IPS. I feel like it's getting to the point where there are all these different games and it's it's not that bad. Like okay. I don't think it's actually harmful to our community as I was afraid it was going to be because yeah. it hasn't turned out to be like here's ECT and Taiwan Fighters and you know CEO and SCR all in the same weekend. I mean that thing. has happened a yeah, couple right. of times. Yeah, right. It has happened and that that is always a concern, yeah. but it hasn't I don't I, even then I don't feel like it's been as like destroying the community as bad as it was before. Yeah, so. there, there was a period of time a while ago now. I feel like this, the first time I felt that was maybe in 2012 or 2013, mm -hmm. quite a while ago right. now. Yeah. And at that time, there were quite a few events that felt like they were occurring on the same weekend in the same geographic mm -hmm. region. Mm -hmm. At the time, I mean, I, honestly, I wasn't paying as much attention to European and Latin American events, so I, you know, maybe it was happening there too. But certainly in North America, it felt like there were more weekends that had a couple of things on them that players had to choose. It seems like that's less frequent now. If there, mm -hmm. if there are two premieres or major size kind of events, usually not the same weekend in the same geographical yeah, yeah, region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, uh -huh. sometimes still. Uh, that, I think that happened during CEO, right? Wasn't there uh, no. Well, I know SCR and CEO Taku are the Maybe same that's weekend what I'm thinking of, actually. Yeah. yeah, they're the same weekend this year. Yeah, so so, so that, that is happening sometimes, but typically it's not, and I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, if so, for, in that example, you have Southern California and you have Florida, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. opposite sides of the country at least, right? It's right. not Southern California and yes. Northern California or Las Vegas or Phoenix. That would suck for sure, and okay. it's not happening. So I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, it's it's nice from... Oh, so Manny the Vickering, is are, are CEO Taku and SCR a week apart this year? Maybe it was last year they were the same weekend. I feel like there was some, was it like Anime Ascension and CEO? Or oh, Anime Ascension and NCR were the same Maybe weekend. That, oh, that that's what I'm, that sure. is what that, I'm thinking that's of. What that, that's what sure. I'm thinking of, yes. Yeah, 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 that was sure. the same weekend for sure. That, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And those aren't that far apart. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh -huh, so it's uh -huh. not never, but it seems rare. And um, from the player's perspective... I think it's just more choice, mm -hmm. like, and that's fine. I don't think that that kills the the scene in any sense. Just having more choices of players, the places to go, is great. Right. Uh, it sucks to have to make a choice between NCR or Anime Ascension. Yeah. Uh -huh. Avoid it if possible, please. And I know that they do if possible, but uh, and so it, it happens rarely. So in general, players just get to choose whichever event they prefer. Mm -hmm. um, as the stream viewer, you get to do the same. Which one do you care about more? Which game maybe is being played at the time that you care about more? Right. Which players are in more interesting to you? Whatever that kind of thing is. Uh, so I think it, I think it's great. I'm I'm happy about it. Yeah. And it's not, you know, when I when this was first occurring, I was more concerned as you were. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. I was feeling the same way. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. um, that it would be a negative, but uh, I think it's not. I think it's not. Yeah. I mean, it, but part of part of why I think I felt it was a negative in retrospect was that there were way fewer... It was more personal. There were way fewer commentators at the time, <laughs> and I felt like I was traveling too much, uh -huh, and uh -huh. that we weren't getting paid 
anything like what we get paid now, which is again not a ton, but at the time it was like <laughs> wait, is it very, different it was than it was back then? <laughs> way less, dude. If you think about it. In fact, there were some events where we still had to pay for our own way. Yeah. So, uh, like it was more, it was becoming a burden in a sense yeah, on me, yeah. and uh, that's not. I don't feel that way anymore, even though I may actually be traveling more than I was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, just the sort of the way that things have turned out, I feel like it's it's better for everybody. Okay. So I'm happy with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of one of the things that I, I kind of made the realization this weekend. I was like, there's all these events. And I was like, so the only downside to it, I will say this, there's only one downside to it. And it is that the viewership is very low for a lot of these things. Yeah. Because it's really hard to keep track of events out there. Like, I, 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 when you host a channel, you actually give them your views, right? Like, their, their viewers, I feel like we need, like, one channel that every company that can agree on to just let host hey. them all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure people have thought about that before. Because it's not uh, hurting it their viewers. There hasn't been. It won't hurt their viewers. It's a licensing issue. Okay, that's just all it is, right? It's a licensing issue. Man, it's a licensing issue, by the way, not just with the publishers themselves, but also with the tournaments. Tournaments want to have their own stream, and they and they don't want to share a stream or or have everybody hosts the same stream. Like they want to have their own. Brand. brand yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh-huh. i just feel like it's just the way that things are arranged it's unlikely yeah. to make that happen I just, I just feel like that there's got to be something i don't know maybe i'll maybe i'll start C- certainly there needs to be a more comprehensive easily found schedule that it's better now than it used to be smashy g has a good one of those yeah, shorty yeah, yeah. has a good mm-hmm. one of those like it's it exists but it's not it doesn't feel like it's like as obvious. So you still have to hope that like Ace King Offsuit puts out a good uh, tweet that has <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh. You still have to kind of hope that somebody will just do it, right? Uh-huh. Just make it happen. And even many tournaments themselves don't put out a good. Here's what is happening at every time kind of right, tweet right. or whatever the sort of method of putting it out there is. It doesn't happen often enough. Right. So for example, Reflex LA, I think peaked at around twelve hundred viewers. And yeah, never really got right. higher higher than that. Yeah. The army event. So Home Up in, in the chat is talking about the army event having really good viewers. That's being put on the front page of Twitch. Okay, ah. that's being put on the front page of Twitch. So there's a reason why the army stuff is getting good views because they have a partnership with Twitch. So I Twitch see. has you know uh, motivation to try to promote those events right there. So um, I did not know that. But uh, a lot of. The events, like I still remember when we were doing Game Over in Dominican Republic, I, I felt like that didn't get enough views oh, for that sure. it deserved, you know. And the Salty Lima, I went over there and it was like a hundred viewers. I was watching, know? but yeah, no, for sure there were not many. Yeah, there was like a hundred viewers, and that's the only problem right now. Is if there's a good way, we don't have a good way to find fighting game streams. Yeah. No, you're no right. central location for that, and. They tried to do that with the community categories in Twitch, and that failed spectacularly because they did not, they did not um, police it. Right. It's just there's like there's like FG community fighting game community FGC yeah. F, you know just fighting game C well, stuff like that yeah, and so you know Capcom fighters and Tekken channel obviously are very good. The Dragon Ball channel is going to get there. I'm sure Arc Revo will get there eventually. Yeah, but that said, like th- those are okay. But it's it's frustrating as the viewer to be watching a tournament. And, you know, maybe the first two hours are on Team Spooky, and then it's, okay, go to Tekken. Okay, then you go to right. Dragon uh-huh, Ball. Uh-huh. Okay, then you go to Street Fighter. It's just... 
So like I said, when it, is it a, is it a licensing issue? That is definitely if, a licensing if issue. If there's official like hosting channel that you can just that it'll automatically jump between them. Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly what their take on that would be. That's such a novel issue. I don't think anybody's really thought about it to be okay. honest. Not okay. legally anyway. Okay. But you know, thinking about it legally, I can definitely sure. If I if I were one of those companies, I could make an argument that I I, I would think that that would be something I could shut down. Well, because the thing about it is, like, wouldn't it help your viewership? The business question is a different story. Right. I think so. I'm just saying, as the lawyer, if I'm because some of these companies have lawyers who don't care about the business. Yeah, it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, you infringe, okay. you infringe. Sure, I can come up with a reasoning why I think that would be infringing. I don't know that a court would agree, but you could like make that argument. Right, like, then we got to go to court. Right, now we're arguing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. As long as you have like a colorable argument that like it's credible a little bit. Right. So let's say SCR comes on and I decide on twitch.tv slash jchenzor, I'm going to start hosting all the yeah. different events. Do you think someone would come after me or do you think SCR would get mad at me or like... I don't think that they would. I think that they would... Maybe not would. I think that they could if it was, as you're describing, which is like a major hub that everybody goes to. Then I think in that case, yeah, yeah. that's more likely. Yeah, because right now, Jay Chenzo is obviously nothing, but if it became something big... If it, yeah, sure, yeah. I think, I think it could is a better word than would, but I think there's a risk that you'd be taking. Okay, well, it's something to think about, because I've honestly thought about doing that. Yeah. You know? I don't, so right now, I think nobody would. Right, yeah, okay. I, I, I mean, honestly, if I did it and someone came to me and was like, you need to stop, I would be like, okay. Sure, oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it would be really hard to manage. Absolutely really hard to manage. But I just, I do hate the fact that, you know, a lot of times, even if you're watching Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball ends and Tekken starts, right? When they were all on the same channel, you would get bleed over from people who just left their stream on, or yeah, they, you know, and then they would be like, "Oh well, I'll watch it while it's exactly, here. yeah." But as soon as it's like stream ended, you're like, "Oh, close the tab." It's over, and then you lose that viewership. And I think that's such a frustrating problem oh, to it sucks. have. Yeah, it sucks. So. Well, I mean, I know from having spoken with the p- people who who stream, they don't like it. Of course, yeah, they don't yeah, like yeah, having yeah. to switch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They, I mean, they. So part of it is that they want the views. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Makes sense, of course. But another part is just that they know. So I mean, what I mean is that they they themselves want the views for their own advertising, right? Like they, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. there's that aspect of it. But then the other one is that, as you said, when you need to switch streams as a viewer, some percentage of viewers just won't do that. Right. They're just maybe they would watch Street Fighter if it came on, but they don't really care. Right. So they're not uh-huh. actually going to navigate over to right. Twitch.tv/slash Capcom Fighters. But here's the other thing too: so you is lose that views for sure. A lot of people, like if we didn't change the channels. Even if someone's like despises Street Fighter Five and they're watching Dragon Ball ahead of time because they love Dragon yeah. Ball, right? They could fall asleep in the middle of Top Eight, and then it would just go through, you know. See, or someone's yeah, just yeah. leaving it on, you sure. know, like they just forgot. Incidental views. Or they're just sitting here and they're like, "Oh, friends, like, hey, you want to join dinner? Okay." And they run to dinner. They forgot they had the tab sure. on mute. Like, there's actually a lot of potential lost. Ad revenue, incidental here. views, you man, know, yeah. and like I just feel like there's something to solve. Anyways, that's we've jumped onto a completely different topic here. That's so, uh, last one that we wanted to talk about here was Sagat. So, like I said, we played uh, some matchups. Uh, we played a Sagat Mirror matchup, which was really funny. So it was just kind of interesting. But what was cool about it was like, using tiger shots. And the yeah, other you weren't trying to use tiger <laughs> shots, so I was like actually kind of interested in that. So that's yeah. why I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to be as tiger shot as crazy. Yeah. So I tried to do that, and um, I mean, previous to that, I was playing a bunch of Sagat online, and 
uh, what do you think of Sagat now? Because there's obviously this huge debate of he sucks or he's good yeah. or whatever, blah, blah, place. blah. Yeah, it is like not, I mean, like, Bon Chan is like, oh, Nash is like better than Sagat. And da 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 da. And some people are like, I think Sagat, um, XSK Samurai won Wednesday Night Fights uh, or Hella Night Fights with Sagat. Um, you know, Flo and Joe think that he's ass, you know, right. and stuff like that. Where do you think he stands? I would say mid, maybe, not worse than mid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he's a pretty good character. Uh, he, I think, has some really good strengths in a lot of matchups. But I think he's a, he's a very matchup swing kind of character. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. in one, I mean, nobody gets dunked 8 2. It doesn't exist in Street Fighter V. But he maybe beats one character significantly. And then if the opponent switches to another character, now he's at a significant disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever the context is in S5, is that 7-3 versus 3-7? Or 4-6 versus 6? It's something like that. It's not 8-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh, right? uh-huh, not, nothing uh-huh. is terrible. Right. Um, so uh, I, think that, I think that he's in a pretty good spot. I think most matchups seem doable for him. I think some are tough. But I also think that people are coming into this with an idea of how Sagat should play. And mm-hmm, that is that mm-hmm. he's the Tiger Shot uppercut character. That's him. He's not about buttons up close. He's not about moving forward. He's about zoning with fireballs and uppercuts. Uh, he, I think, can do more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of I, course, so sure. I, I really like some of his normals. I think he's got some strong normals. For a character of his design, they're not the best footsies in the game, but for a character like that, who controls sort of this range, uh-huh, to uh-huh. also have good tools here is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and not that common. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him that it's like that. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just glad his tiger shots are true block strings at like definitely close range, definitely, you know, yeah, uh, even and that they're safe ranges. or even yeah. plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I, I like that stuff a lot. Um, it would be nice. I mean, certainly I can think of of improvements for him, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I think as players get more accustomed to him, I would expect to see more of his normals. I would expect to see more movement with Tiger Knee. Mm-hmm, I'd expect mm-hmm. to see a little bit more jumping. He's got some great jump normals. Jump Ronos is very strong, uh, for example. Um, I, I would expect to see more than that. I think he's more than just a defensive character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it, it reminds me of Guile, who I think is a very similar character in this game. Okay, okay. When Guile came out in Season 2, at first some people thought he wasn't that strong because they were thinking, well, if you just do Sonic Boom's flash kicks, characters can get around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, turns out he has great buttons, <laughs> and he has great pressure, and he can do more than just... Projectile Antires. Much more capable character than that. Uh, Sagat, I don't think is to that degree. I think he's kind of like uh, a Guile light in this game. Mm -hmm. He's like Mm -hmm. does much of the same things, but maybe a little bit worse. But he's um, more than just what he was in previous games. I think that'll take a little while to explore. Season one, my bad. Okay. And it's even funny because comparing a charge to a non-charge character by all means makes means Sagat should be better than Guile, right? Because charge characters actually have a harder time flash kicking, you know, after after Well I do think Sagat has better anti airs. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, I'm just saying someone 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 in the chat was mentioning about that. So yeah. Um so I think he's very similar to Super Turbo Honda, in a way. Okay, sure. I think that that there are sure. just matches that he's going to be super good. Variable at. matches for sure. And then there's just going to be matches that he is just going to die, like just just it's like it's just it's a sad fight, right? Okay. And then there's 
and there's going to be those few matches. But in the SF4 con, uh, in the context. SF4 five, yes, yes, he's seven three. He's not going to get nine one. It's not nine one like yeah. Honda. Honda's yeah. like nine one in both directions, right, right. right? No, Sagat, it's it's yeah, obviously in the seven three scope of things. So there were definitely a couple of matchups that I played, and I was just like, okay, this sucks. Okay, like, like what? what? Like was so, Bison. Okay, was a huge really, problem bison. because you can't you can't throw tigers at him. I know you can't throw tigers at him, but you have nevertheless strong buttons. You have good uppercuts. But then you're just playing into Bison's game. He wants to be next to you and then scissor kick you and knee you. Well, you don't want him next to, to you, of course. But you, I think, can do pretty well at counter poking from the about half screen, third screen maybe. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I think that I don't think I, he beats Bison. I'm just saying that I think that if if you come into it looking with the idea that he has to throw tiger shots. I think he's <laughs> right, more than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I wanted to try different things against Bison, but you know, being online, you, you lose once and then they're gone. Right. And you don't get to play them, or the guys won and done you. You know, and that's always annoying. I think Cammy's a really annoying matchup because holy crap, when she gets in on you, she just jabs and shorts and stuff like that. It's really hard to get her off of you. But again, what a shock! Cammy, <laughs> right, right, right. Cammy blows up a character in Street Fighter Five. News at ten, right? So, um, I thought Nash was a little hard just because he could. Absorb- I agree with Nash. Actually, okay, Nash, okay. Nash does seem tough to me. Too. Yeah, yeah, because he, he, he has he has good control of the mid range, and he has better ca- counter zoning, maybe more than just zoning. Yeah, he gets uh-huh. he blows up your fireballs for and sure, and then he can get in with moonsault Moon slash yeah. no, like I'm with you on that. So those were the three matchups that in particular stood out to me, but. When I played Sagat against a character like Sakura or even like Cody or or even G, like like well G is a little different because yeah because cool. he has the V <laughs> skill and stuff fine. like that yeah G's fine. But when I played against characters who couldn't handle the fireball, there were some matchups where the opponent I just didn't feel like they could do anything. Really? Like it was just like I was just like Tiger shot, they jump uppercut, like Tiger the, the neutral jumping, I fake fake Tiger, and they, they, like they couldn't do anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you throw that forward medium kick all of a sudden in the middle of neutral right. because they're trying to predict the fireball and the walk. Sure. Yeah, dude, so I really like that button. There was, dude, it's a really good button. I, and I saw some people are like, it should combo off of non-counter hit. I don't know about that. I would yeah. buff certain other things about Sagat first. So It'd be nice if it wasn't minus two. If it was just zero. Yeah, that would be but nice. But you couldn't combo out of it normally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In any mm-hmm. case, it is I a mean, good button. Honestly, like, for me, I do like the, I, I would like it so that EX Tigany would be plus on block regardless of distance. Because then he would have to spend meter to have that EX scissor kick move. Right. And I think that would be kind of cool. Because then he would have a close-up tool to fight. The fact that at certain ranges it can be minus five. You know what I mean? Like, obviously if it was plus at point-blank range, the problem would be that at certain ranges it would be like plus 17 or something stupid like that. But I think there's a way they could design the move that it would work out. I, I, well, you, you're, I, yeah, I think that would be fine. But, mm-hmm. but I kind of... I mean, I have setups for making things plus or safe on block, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing them against yeah, you. Yeah, like yeah, Stand strong, stand strong. Stand micro like, walk, yeah, 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 stand yeah. light kick. Which I copied you one yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's I saw, sick. Yeah, I was like, sick. Like, there, there are setups, mm-hmm. and I haven't put that much time into finding setups, so I just right, did it, and yeah, I was like, yeah. this seems to work. Right, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm sure there's more than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of cool, that, like, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you need to do that. You need to find oh, those situations. For the regular Tiger Knees, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I, I'm just talking only about the EX one, because that way he has a pressure tool, yeah. and it costs a meter. Yeah, no, you know I, 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 mean? I get it, yeah. The other change I would make to Saga, honestly, is I would make his forward throw throw you across the screen. 
Uh huh. Okay. That's it. He doesn't get much out of it. Dude, he gets. It's, it's at a weird spot for him. I hate the range that he yeah. th- like. He throws him. He puts you right. I'm just like. It's just a weird spot. Like you don't get a good pressure situation uh-huh, afterward, uh-huh. and you don't get strong zoning afterward. It's right. just like a weird it's, neutral. It's like a, it's an uncomfortable spot for him. It is literally like the worst it's range almost, yeah, that you could put him in there. Yeah. So I just really think that if he just had his old throw where he tossed you and was super. Plus, but the guys are screened away, so you get nothing. I think that would be awesome. Like yeah. that's that's the, like I feel like if you gave that to Sagat on a forward throw, like then you could do ex Tiger knee when someone's close to you, scare them, throw them, and then you're back in business. Oh man, then then he would be a problem. You know what I mean? Like that would be a big buff. Yeah. What what I see uh, Bonchan tend to do is just throw a high tiger shot. Because it's a meaty, you yeah, have to you wake up into it, right? Uh-huh. And it's plus on block from that range, right? So you're just you, you don't get that's not much, right? Uh-huh, it's just uh-huh. like a way to push the opponent back right. a little bit. That's but it. Pro- but projectile invincible stuff will beat it. I, like he recovers uppercuts. in time. No, I mean he's at a range where it's okay. Off of the fourth throw? Maybe I'm thinking of back throw. No, I think you're thinking of back. I'm thinking of the back fourth throw. throw I got yeah. hit off of tiger okay. shots. For yeah, sure, no, I guess so. I guess that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, actually, Sagat's throw range isn't even that bad. It's just that he walks a little slow. That's it. And what's so. nice, too, is that something about his hurt box has pulled his throw hurt box back. It's, like, farther back than you oh, think it would be. Okay, so okay. maybe that's why his throw doesn't seem that good either. Right. Because it's, like, starting from farther away. Mm-hmm, okay. So there have been situations where I feel like I'm going to get grabbed, and mm-hmm. then somebody tries to grab me, and they whiff. That's <laughs> happened quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, dude, so I, got I think the, he's got a little the awesome, bit awesome, the ninja scar. Dude, I've got the ninja scar. Dude. I think he's underrated right now. I, I, I don't think he's the top tier character. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I do think that he's pretty good, and I do think that that for sure, if you fit him into a team, he's a he's a great team counter character. Yeah, yeah. right. Like he's like great said, in some matchups and fine in most. But I do think there are some where it's tough. yeah. Like I said, he is going to be super good against some characters because. I mean, I fought someone at Super Arcade. Someone wanted to play me, yeah. and I just threw tigers, and he kept jumping at me, and I just kept uppercutting yeah, yeah. him. And he was like, "How do I get around this?" And I was like, "Neutral jump." Yeah, neutral just like jump, learn to neutral walk jump, and but block, like, like you know, but it's 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 like classic. A stuff. lot of people are not gonna be able to fight that properly yet, just because they don't have that super turbo experience. For sure, you know what I mean. So he's gonna be. It'll really, be like Sagat really when SF4 came out when. So many players were third strike players, and they just thought they could jump in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh-huh. that was a tough time. I still remember because I played Gutex in Street Fighter Four. It was at Dogface's house. Okay. We played, and I played against him with my Cami versus his Balrog, and he was just so used to headbutt into Ultra everybody who jumped at him. Right. And I was fighting him, and he was like, "You never jump. You never jump like, at me." He yeah. was like, "Why are you ever jumping at me?" I was like, "Why the hell would I jump at you?" You know, because I'm a Street Fighter 2 yeah. player, so I was, like, already used to this. And it was just really funny oh, to see that kind of... The first six months of Street Fighter 4, Ryan was a good player, but uh, I was his demon for a while. Because, <laughs> I, I, you know, I would play Third Strike, obviously, as right, he did. Yeah, but I uh, also played S2, right, uh, so I knew that I didn't need to jump all the time. Right. And he he jumped a lot, as yeah, did most Third Strike players. So uh, as Zangief, uh, I had the easiest counter the ever. Lariat, Vanilla yeah. Lariat? Oh my god. You cannot jump at let that guy. Let me hit a crouching uh let me hit a crouching Rufus with my Lariat, please. Yeah, yeah. amazing, <laughs> amazing option. So that that caused problems oh, for a lot man. of people. Yeah. Oh, uh, not yeah. But yeah, that was more a cultural honestly, thing than Zangief being the best. I don't think he's Sag- good though. Sagat is not gonna be a significant like yeah. You are not going to win a tournament soloing Sagat. You are not I go- think it's doable. I, uh, I, I. If you're, if you can win a tournament with Nash only, I think you can win a tournament with Sagat only. I do. 
I, the only I, reason why I disagree is because I think Sagat's bad matchups are worse than Nash's bad matchups. And it also happens to be characters like Bison and Cammy. In my opinion, Bison, right? So I feel like because these are characters, you will expect this. It's that whole tournament viability yeah. thing compared okay, to, right, you know what I mean? Because I feel characters. like he's going to die to Cammy, you're not going to win a tournament with only Sagat. Okay. Yeah, that, right. You know, that's the kind of reason why. I, that's my thinking Seems of plausible. it. plausible. But he is, like you said, definitely a good tool to have in your repertoire if you ca if you have a Sagat yeah. it is not a bad thing to have I just so. feel like everybody should should play a couple weeks with him of not throwing any tiger shots I really think you learn I mean I didn't win that much doing that mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I think I learned a lot that like there were many games I played online where I thought if I were throwing tiger shots and also uh, playing yeah, footsies yeah, yeah, like yeah. this uh -huh. I would definitely win yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I think that if you add that side to your game and you don't go into it thinking he has to be the character that mm -hmm. I thought he should be, I think he's stronger. But again, I don't think he's a top tier character. Right. You also discovered my eternal weakness online is that I don't ever take a throw. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I was just like, not, not a new weakness. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> threw me. I was like, nope, I'm just not gonna take this. <laughs> yeah. Did I do dash up uppercut one time? I think. I and I might have blocked that yeah, still. Might, yeah, I that think I still blocked that. Yeah. I think I yeah. did. And I think I had thrown you enough, and I was yeah, like... You're like, he's got a tech now. He's now. No. <laughs> no. The worst option. Just Dude, I just, I just never do it. I mean, that's part bad reactions, and two, I just hate getting shimmied. Like, I, there's just something in my brain that... Take, take the throw. Just take the throw. Yeah. I have well, that mindset. I have that mindset built into my brain. Uh, definitely, so. I think V-Trigger 2 is better. Uh, I've been playing V-Trigger 1 because... That's the only time I'll let myself throw tiger shots. Oh, <laughs> so V Trigger right. one. Okay, but okay, I definitely okay. think V Trigger two is stronger. Yeah, and it's like it's not even just because. In fact, not even because it breaks guard. I don't even care about that. Two bars. It, two bars, and that you can do it from, as you can with V Trigger one. You can just do it from buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. just V Trigger one is only. It's three bars and two uses only, and that's just not enough. Honestly, I would make it two bars. That's sure, another buff that I want to Sagat. Because I think, I think V-Trigger 1 is cool. I think sure, it's fun. Too. So I would like to make it two bars. So I, I, would I think like it's Sagat. a little slept on. I don't think it's like the worst, but it's, actually, it could be better. I, when I was playing against you, and I was switching back and forth between yeah. them, I actually felt more comfortable with V-Trigger 1 than 2, but that's just because I didn't know any of the setups with 2. Yeah. I didn't know any of the, the right times to use it. V-Trigger 1 is just more obvious on what you're supposed to do with For sure. it. You know? And... Yeah. And I think it's dropped like 700 carat tiger uppercuts. But oh, neither I mean, of us had any combos. Yeah, that set, uh -huh. but sure. the, it was definitely cool to get the stand medium kick V trigger one carat uppercut. Oh, so sick! Oh, it's so fun! It's so fun. Yeah, we, if you so I really like him in V trigger, which is partly why I think V trigger two is better. You get it more often, mm -hmm. twice around re realistically. Um, is that he has these really good buttons, and you don't get anything off of stand medium kick. Stand fierce, mm -hmm, typically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if you have trigger, then you do. Yeah. Now it matters. Mm -hmm. Now, now these good buttons with good hitboxes matter. Right. And that is actually a really big deal for him. Yeah. And um, someone was saying something here. I forgot what it was. Uh, I was going to say something about the character. Uh, I forgot. Okay. I'm beginning to think that G is top tier. By the way, I, I, I think he's pretty top. I think actually. he's very good. Yeah. He's definitely going to be. A huge present at tournaments. I think presence so. at tournaments in a few weeks. Yeah. Once, uh, especially Nemo starts killing everybody with that character, 
bunch of people are going to be jumping in. I've heard a bunch of like some other. I think Smug is using him now oh, too. Yeah. yeah, so it's true that G has no defense, and that can be a liability. But if you're somebody who like, I think Nemo fits because he has the squirreliest defense ever. Some, right. Somehow, uh-huh, uh-huh. with every character he plays, defensive options in reality aside. His defense is so weird right, yeah, that he just yeah, gets yeah. out of situations very yeah. consistently. So if you can, if you're that, plus you also have, mm-hmm. as Nemo does and G does, really good offense, really good mid range, really good control. I think you're good. Look, I'm just gonna say this: Bison has no defense on Wake Up. He won Evo. Oh, uh, he has a three frame button, right? It's okay, so, I mean, okay. Yeah. So there's that, like G- Abigail. Abigail has no defense. He's. I still think he's like top five potentially. Right? I don't think so. he's top five, but I do think he's good. Mm-hmm. And if he's in V-Trigger, he at least has instant armor. Okay, right. And mm-hmm. if Bison's in V-Trigger, he at least has invincible wake-up stomp. Doesn't, stomp. doesn't any of... I thought one of G's V-Triggers gave him something invincible, right? V-Trigger 2 gives him armored command grab. Oh, that's what it but was. But it's, okay, okay, it's three-frame okay. armor. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. instant. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's yeah, but the parry is not a is not a one frame thing either. Abigail's parry. No, it? but yeah. uh, again, when he's in V trigger and he, he does, does the ex run, right, uh-huh. it's instant armor. Right. So gotcha. there's at least something. I mean, it's not a big part of the character. Obviously, I'm just saying G is extra assed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. is uh-huh, uh-huh. one of the so worst he defensively. Is, okay, so he's he's like Manat here on get. Again, up, she has right? three frame button. Oh, that's right. Like he that's just right. he, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He's in trouble. So, but if you have good everything else as he uh-huh. does and you're the kind of player who who has that kind of like innately good defense then mm-hmm. i think you're a re- great okay. fit for him and yeah and bison does have a three frame button and it's i think it's probably top three 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 frame buttons in the game to be fair so yeah pretty good button man that standing light kick dude what a button to choose to make his three frame button they could have picked crouching light punch and it would have been a very different story but light kick holy crap man what a good button to have as a three frame yeah. yeah, G just doesn't have anything really. I mean, he has super, and he has frame three armor when V Trigger Two is already active. Mm-hmm. Power to the ass! I had never actually heard his Japanese voice until one of the YouTube oh, channels really? I follow had uh, <laughs> set with Sako, I think, and they had his Japanese voice yeah. on. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It's so clearly. Power, power to, to the, the ass. ass. Yeah, it's uh, clearly. Power right. to the ass. It's yeah, it's clearly like, ass. Like he, he, he didn't even try to say Earth. For sure. There was like no attempt. For sure. No Somebody attempt. thought it'd be funny that Earth and ass can sound the same in right. Japanese. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. he was like, I'm going with it. Yep, honestly, it's dude. Super clearly ass. <laughs> So uh, I, I usually don't even think about character language. I just do default, which uh-huh, for us uh-huh. is just English. Right. But I think for him, I'm going to go Japan because I because <laughs> you want power to ass. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now you're just picturing that when you throw out the the, the super, he's actually farting all of the fire, fire columns, basically. Light it right? up. Yeah. Light it up. <laughs> light it up. Oh that's right. man. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, that was a pretty significant 5-5 matchup segment. Do you want to take a break, or do you want to quickly talk about, just finish everything off? Quickly talk. All right, so uh, a lot of new stuff coming out from the Bandai Namco front here. Uh, A lot of cool things. They obviously just released a patch for Dragon Ball, which is changing things around a little bit, which is kind of cool to see. But uh, they announced the crazy Season 2 at EVO for Tekken 7. Yes. Now... I'm sure, like everybody else, we were thinking December? For sure. January? Nope, September. It's coming out in like two weeks. Yeah. Like literally two weeks. 
in the middle of the Tekken World Tour, they're changing it. That surprised me. I think that is a surprise. That yeah. surprised me. And uh, they did demo some of the changes in there. Like they showed Lucky Chloe has the ability to go into back turn stance. So she's going to be like Sarah Bryant in VF2, I guess. Or cause Sarah had mm, her, her best sweep in VF2 was from back turn. And okay. there was a glitch that made her back turn. <laughs> Like in one wow, frame, okay. there's like a glitch, so you could get access to her switch. That's fine. Uh, I, I I know Lucky Chloe gets access to some cool moves when she's back turned as well. So I saw something about that, yeah. but uh, I didn't actually get to see a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, I'm no expert in the game, of course, but from what I've seen from people I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. is that they're happy with the changes oh, so yeah? far. Like they've, oh, cool. they've said that they seem well targeted, uh, that they improve balance. Okay, Again, okay. I'm no expert. I can't really give you details, but that's what I've read. The, the wall so bouncing that, cool. stuff is kind of neat, you know. But I mean, the next event that's coming up is going to be using season one, the, the season one patch. Okay. They're purposely not updating okay. it, but by the time it gets to SCR, they said they will be using season two. When is SCR? It's early October or something? Late September? September ish, sometime, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Typically, so. I think it's a little later this year, but in any case, that's not that long. Yeah, but um, it was uh. That's crazy. Coming out in September. So does that mean Lei and uh, Anna are going to be out in September, September as well? September 14th to 16th. So it's SCR, in, yeah, yeah. In fact, it's only a week. After. Yeah, after uh, yeah. the patch comes uh, out. Dang, man. Yeah. That's not much slime at all. But uh, do you know if um, Anna and Lei are going to be out with this patch? Oh, I... Uh, Actually, I don't know and if they're coming out for the pass. And honestly, does that mean we have to buy another season pass? Or does the original season pass for Tekken work for... No, it's season Tekken? two. So it is season two, so yeah, we need a new pass sure. then. Man, okay. Yeah, gotta, they're both coming out with the pass. Got to hit up with... Uh, got to hit up Mark Man. Dang, uh, eSports Connections? Yeah, I'm going to do wow. eSports Connections, wow. too. <laughs> Dude. Wow. I, look, as a person who is eSports and living off of eSports pennies, I'm going to use my eSports wow. Connections, okay? Look. Anyway, that's look. genius. I'll try to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll tell you this much. I have the season passes for BB Tag on two consoles. I may have only... Oh, my God. I could have gotten that for free. I, I bought that, like, three times. I may have only paid for one season pass, and that's it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I bought that thing on PlayStation and Switch and PC. Wow. I have missed out. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do the do the dance. That's not my yeah. dance at all. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that's that's pretty soon. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of excited. And you know what? That's cool. What I'm happy about this season two coming out is that that's gonna give me impetus to go back and play it right now because mm. I've been trying to learn BB tag and I've been trying to learn Sagat and stuff like that. So I think having that come out will be a good reason for me to go back and, and, and get back into Tekken again because sure. I haven't played it in a while and it makes me really, really sad. Cool, dude. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, but then they also announced a bunch of Soul Calibur Six stuff, right? So they announced a couple of new... They had a new trailer for a couple of characters. Tira's coming out. But Tira was announced as DLC or a uh, pre-order bonus. Yeah, I think that's what I it is. I believe is what Standalone it is. Standalone DLC, I think. Let me check. I think that's the phrasing that they use. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so a bonus a, included in the season pass uh, and as a standalone okay, okay, DLC. Okay. Yeah, they also showed a lot of the, the customization right. that you could do and stuff. I mean, that's a classic thing for that series. I'm really yeah, glad that yeah. that's happening. So that's again. actually going to be kind of cool. It really should so. be there. But, I mean, a lot of people are mad 
about the day one DLC. But this has been happening for a while That's right now. Eliza right. was like this, right? You got her if you pre-ordered from certain sites as well. And uh, I feel like this has been happening a while, and I know a lot of people are mad about it. Um, I don't like it, but in my brain, it's like, yeah, Goro was like that. Like, isn't this par for the course now? Like, it's it's surprised that there have been such a negative backlash. Darkseid, I think, was also like that. Yeah, like having a DLC on day number one, like, hasn't... Haven't they all been doing that now? Yeah, I mean, people are saying, like, just because it's been happening for a while doesn't mean it's good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get for it. For sure, for sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That, that said, uh, I'm largely okay with this stuff, especially in the fighting game context where, I don't know, I mean, I guess in, any, in anything. Games have been 60 bucks for basically 30 years, and uh, that's not sustainable, so it's, mm. it's not that big of a deal to me. I, I get why people think it is a big deal, but my own take on it is, like, okay yeah i mean one of the tough things about it is is that no i i I, yeah i'm not saying it's the same as the goro situation but it's kind of a likening right right? i don't know well the sf cross tech and dlc was i feel like a completely different story because all the dlc was already on the disc and it was like it wasn't like here's one character right it was literally like that was not a great all of them were there and that that felt like a, a, a big difference that felt like a big I mean, honestly, Street Fighter season, pa- Street Fighter Five season pass feels bad, but just wait for these majors, and or just like next year, I'm sure season four will come out with the disc that, you know, will come with or like have a DLC pack for one, two, and three and stuff like that. If they don't, I'll yell at Capcom and see if I can convince them to make one and stuff like that. Oh, if you buy the season pass a week after the game comes out, you don't get Tira. I didn't hear. I didn't realize that either. That does suck. So here's the thing, right? I mean, I guess at some point they'll sell her. I think that's... Wasn't that how it worked with Darkseid? Like, it took a little while before he was available to everybody? There was something I weird. I think so. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's, not, a, the, it's not the case that if you didn't buy Darkseid before the game came out that, like, you just never did. Right. You could get him. So, the thing about it is, companies, especially Japanese companies, really need pre-order numbers. They, 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 so much of how a lot of soft game companies, I feel like, is based off of getting this big burst of sales at the beginning. So they're going to do a lot, in my opinion, to try to get the pre-orders in as much as possible. Okay, so she's also a standalone DLC. Yeah, you could just buy her after the game comes out, yeah. So That's I, what their press release says. Yeah, so, you know, I, I understand why they're doing it. It's not cool, it's not great. I know a lot of people are mad about it, but, you know, if they can, especially if it's a pre-order bonus for pre-ordering the season pass, apparently you don't even pre-order Soul Calibur 5 and get a 6 yeah, and get it's her. a bonus for character for season pass owners. Right, so you have to pre-order the season pass, so it's a way for them to get people to commit to the game and stuff, and it is kind of a dirty tactic and everything like that, but also it probably helps them have the ability to fund season one DLC characters and stuff like that. It's it's a weird situation. I hate it. Gaming is in a weird space right now. This is not a problem with fighting games. This sure. is a problem all over the place right now, sure. right? So, I mean, when non-fighting games are having season passes, it's just like it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, that to me It wasn't weird. originally a fighting game idea. It's something that fighting games picked up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, so... Yeah, and then you look at what Smash is doing, but we also don't know what Smash is necessarily doing, <laughs> right? Yeah, so. yeah, it, like, unlocks over time or some crazy crap. Yeah, yeah although we'll they did say all the stages would be available right from the get-go, uh. which is crazy. And they said the characters may unlock slowly, but, I mean, not, but, like, uh, may have unlock, but they haven't quite decided, and then maybe do it easy. Maybe that green blurred mode is, like, unlock mode or something like that. Who knows, so... But it's very interesting. Yeah, MK definitely did the season pass stuff early, so they were one of the first ones. So, but yeah, committing ninety bucks to a game before you know, MK Nine did that, didn't it? Yeah, MK Nine had some stuff. Or, I, mean, I don't know. If it, I don't know if they called it seasons. It was something else, but you could also buy like easy fatalities. You remember that? You could like purchase yeah, the easy fatalities stuff and stuff like that. So I don't know if they were calling it seasons at the time. Definitely MKX did that. Yeah, the hardest thing about it, honestly, is that ninety bucks before the game comes out, just so you can get the season pass and Tira like that. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's a different story for me. I get all the season passes because I I have to as a commentator, right? And I can also try to esports my way into it. Yeah, you know. But I have bought uh, wow. other ones before. I have bought wow. other ones before. Wow. So. Wow. But, um, you know, I've talked to some people in foreign countries, and 90 bucks for, like, a player in Brazil to stay competitive in yeah, a fighting yeah. game is, like, that's, like, you're, you're shelling out some money. You know what I mean? That is not... It, it's it's It's... It's already bad for U.S. players, but then you just go into like s- like southern South America, and then it's just like it's like that's that's like like weeks of food, you know what I mean? That you're spending on a game like that, and so it it's again kind of pricing out other regions for them to be, get stronger players. It's it's kind of creating this kind of hierarchy and stuff like that. So that's definitely one of the downsides of it. You know, a big downside. And honestly, for anybody who's thinking about getting into those games, all I'm just going to say is watch the majors. They always have some stupid deal. Like, we're reading that stuff all the time for Capcom fighters. Like, oh, season DLC okay. passes, blah. This game is 40% off. Includes all three seasons right now. Da, 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 That's da. true. You know, don't buy the game unless you're watching a tournament. Use those promo codes. Like, just use those promo codes. Honestly, that's <laughs> the best way to do it, in my opinion. I, I've had people like, what stick should I buy? And I was like, just wait till the next tournament and buy it then. Because right. then you're going to be able to use the rzr.to, you know, For blah, sure. blah, blah, and stuff like that. I've told plenty of people, like, don't buy a stick now. Like, wait, wait, wait for it. So I, I too, I mean, I agree, <laughs> Stewie, that who says that fighting games should take the KI approach, free-to-play, purchase per character, or buy the whole roster. There's also a rotating free mm-hmm, character mm-hmm. roster. Uh, that would be great. I think that's unlikely out of uh, a Japanese fighting yes. game developer. And many of the top fighting games are from Japanese fighting game developers. So I think that that... I mean, it's no accident that that comes from KI, mm-hmm, an American mm-hmm. company. Yes. Like it's yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's just a different mindset, a little bit more open to stuff. The rumors were that SF5 was going to have that. Right. Like, that yeah, was... Yeah, like I was hearing from some sources that obviously never panned out. Right, I don't know if it was even Illuminati true. Not, no, just kidding. All right, you were in the same, <laughs> sitting in the same booth I was when that conversation occurred. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, dude. I have no idea what uh, you're talking about. Anyway, uh, obviously that didn't work out. So I don't even know if it was true. 
But the rumor certainly was that SF5 was going to be free to play mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. a bigger roster of rotating characters, some of which would be free at different times. You can, I mean, right. That was the idea. You remember of in it? season one that characters would disappear Zagger. off of the character select menu right. based on what they did on the server? Right. That sounds like a free to play model right, right there, like, right? Like they were thinking about it yeah, and built that in. Uh -huh. and, and then, then they decided not to do it for whatever reason. Because Japan probably is like, this doesn't make any sense. Because I've talked about this story a lot, right? I, I just had an interview interview with Andy in the UK, right? And we were talking about a lot of stuff and I related the story about Marvel, which Marvel 3 came out and it was great. Then Ultimate Marvel came out less than a year. Everyone was pissed. Right. And it didn't sell. Right. And so Japan was like, well, archive the code, break up the entire team. This game is a flop. And it turned out to be the best long-term selling game. It just kept selling because it was cheaper. It was $40. Right. And it was hype. And people right. really enjoyed the game. Yeah. And, and it kept getting better, weirdly enough. Like, the, the play got better, so more people kept buying it. It was too late already, right? So Japan is just based... I mean, I've been told the story that games go into the bargain bin after a month. Because in Japan, it's like, if it doesn't sell that first week, they can't assess it, right? And so that's what the free-to-play model is, is that you don't make the money now. You make the money later right, right, consistently right, right. right and to convince a japanese company that you can make money this way it's gotta be hard it's gotta be super hard because that is just not a business model that they really have had any experience with you know the the, the, the country is so focused on the sales right there i mean dragon quest when it comes out they 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 have to they force the company to not put it out on a weekday because everybody would call in sick for work and everybody would not go to school. They forced the company to release the game on a Saturday because when they released it on a Wednesday, nothing happened in the country anymore. Because that's how Japan works. Everyone gets it right away. That's wild. You know, and so it's just a different mindset. So it's going to be really hard to, to, to convince them to do that, you know. Aren't you playing a free game on your telephone? Isn't that... Oh, yeah. I'm playing a hell of a free game. But, you know, that's why all those companies are, like, trying to do all this mobile stuff now. So they're doing it for mobile, but yeah. it's not yet for, mm -hmm. like, the major games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, hopefully at some point that does occur. Yeah, and Japanese publishers rely on pre-orders very heavily, someone says in the chat. Well, I think a lot of game companies yeah. do. Mm -hmm. that's, that's not just yeah, that. Dude, everybody knows I'm playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Are you kidding me? Like, I've been playing that thing for like almost three years now, dude. It's crazy. And uh, to be fair, though, the crazy thing about it is it never stopped making new content. Like, it's just, it's just it must always be doing well. new stuff. Dude, there, yeah, it is definitely doing I mean, look... I've, I have that Discord, and there are definitely some whales on that Discord. Mm. There are definitely people who are spending money on there. One of them okay. is like VIP status. He gets like VIP newsletters and stuff mean? like that okay. because he's just spent a lot of money on the game and stuff like that. They give you a newsletter, huh? Yeah, but I mean, honestly, like the game, I like. You asked me one time, like, do they keep updating it? Right? Yeah, like, yeah. there's like three new events almost every week like two two okay. to three events like every week wow. they're always putting new stuff it's crazy dude I, cool. I can't believe that they and it, shockingly like they they keep ramping up the difficulty too because okay. of the whales right okay. and so what's actually cool is a lot of the fights it, based on the weapons that you have it really is a puzzle like I'm okay. like can I beat this and some of them have it so that you get better rewards if you beat it in a minute or under 30 seconds and stuff like that. And so it's like, I've beaten this boss in like over a minute. And I'm like, how do I tweak my team? Let me change this. Oh, man. 
okay, under a minute now, but I feel like I can do better. And you just keep tweaking okay. it and tweaking it. So there's actually weirdly a lot of strategy, That's and cool. it's well, super I fun. Imagine so you're not playing it for act- no reason. Yeah, exactly. It's actually fun. So That's cool. I don't know. I, I like it, So, but I play it too much. I 100% know that I would be way more productive if I didn't have this game on my phone. So. Uh. That's, you know. It's my wow, basically. Oh, God, no. No, no. No, no, that smile does not mean what I think it means. It does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You came. David, you caved. You caved. <laughs> well, yeah. how is the new patch? Well, it's a lot of fun. Actually. <laughs> uh, I, I subbed to it for one month, so we'll see how it goes. It's a provisional thing. Dude, you're, just, um, you're doing the crack for kids by yourself, dude. I mean, maybe, seriously. maybe. Uh, <laughs> dude, you know what's funny, too, is that two of my friends have just seen me on Beanut, and they have messaged me in wow uh-huh. just surprise you uh-huh, know uh-huh, uh-huh. laughing they all had they all went through the same process all right i'm not the only one uh, <laughs> i i will say i think i'm pleasantly I, i'm happy with how i've dealt with it so far i haven't been binging i've still been doing work okay still that's exercise good. that's good that's good that's good i mean look we'll see how I've it goes st- I've been playing this for two years, oh, plus two years plus now, and I've still. So I already it, did unsub, so it does not renew. It did was it? only like maybe a month and a half ago that I actually spent my first, even penny on the game. Like I had been playing this game for two years, and seriously, like at that point in time, you you, you can kind of feel guilty. Yeah. I met the producer of That's the game true, in yeah. Japan, and I yeah. told him I'm obsessed with yeah. this game, and he was super cool, and I was just like, all right, I'll. Spend money just one time, you know. So honestly, like the fact that I have pretty much only spent thirty dollars on this game that I have gotten probably close to like five hundred hours off of is actually pretty ridiculous. For sure. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I enjoy it. Uh, I'm just—I didn't start a new dude. I'm just playing my Death Knight still. Okay. Uh, Okay. I kind of like to do that because I don't really want to be on Horde side in this. Expansion because I think they're buttholes, but we'll see how we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm not very happy with that, nice. but the game itself is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I haven't been cracking out yet, so we'll see how we'll see if that keeps up. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have Android, I, so I can't do the Google Rewards stuff. That's how Gibby does a lot of things. He like does the Google Rewards, and then he can buy stuff in the game with Google Reward money, which wow, is really okay. interesting. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I've always been hard. Oh man. Okay. Well, uh, back to the whole SL uh, Soul Caliber DLC thing. Oh I yeah. Mean, like I, it is like I said. My thing is, it, I feel like it's a necessary evil kind of these days, and hopefully a company will change it. Maybe if Smash Brothers comes out and changes it, that would be cool. If Smash Brothers comes out, does not have any day one DLC because remember, last one had new two. That was DLC that you had to like buy something, and, and I remember that it was like discounted if you bought it on both the DS and the the, the Wii U. Like they had that kind of crazy system going in there yeah. and stuff like that. But if the new Smash comes out and everybody's just in there and there's no DLC or everything like that, then hell yeah, support the game with your money and talk about it on social media and, right. and and just get people to understand. 
just get people to understand that we will support it because of that. So, yeah, Mewtwo was not day one. That's true. That's true. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some FGC news, shall we? I think a big part of why I didn't play WoW for the last year or so was that I was uh, I basically finished Legion and I didn't I didn't feel interested in the grind anymore, and I had found myself playing uh, watching a bunch of. Uh, YouTube and Twitch stuff of this expansion just because I want to know the story. Mm-hmm. So I just I was just trying to listen for the story, and my suspicion is that once I get through it, that I'll, I won't feel the need to continue. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll okay. see. We'll see what happens. Okay. I, again, I, I did unsub so it doesn't auto renew. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, so it's only, only there for okay, a month. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. nice. So you're gonna be cracking out this month then. Well, I haven't been cracking out yet, but we'll see. <laughs> I have been playing it, but I right, wouldn't yeah, describe yeah. it as crack. I know, I know. We'll see you, though. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some stuff. We already talked about Tekken 7 coming out uh, on September 6th with new character system adjustments and gameplay features. I saw a tweet from uh, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Murphy, okay. uh, that they are going to come out with some patch notes eventually. Right. I saw that as well, yeah. Because yeah. I also saw that they were like, oh, it'll be fun for players to discover the other changes. And I was like... No. and then And then they said, we'll come out with patch notes. And I was like... Yeah, I did the Drake thing, right? Well, the first thing they were like, we're good fun. I was like, and then they said, we're it. I was like, okay, so there you go. So there nice. you go. Um, also, release date. Omen of Sorrow has, given, right. has been given an announced date of November 6th. So that is going to be coming out on November 6th this year. A lot of people have been playing it. At, uh, I mean, they've been bringing it to everything. It's been at Evo, it's been at CEO, and sure. all that stuff like that. So... Uh, for a while look, as well. Yeah, yeah, for a while. And a lot of people have been enjoying it. It's very deep. The the, the system mechanics of the game is, uh, is now, thanks to BB Tag, not the most complex game system since Uniel, because BB Tag is there. Yeah, but okay. like, it still has that kind it's of very feel to it. You know, sure. And very interesting, unique characters, too. There's yeah. some really interesting ideas in there. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. Again, developed entirely in Chile. So that's, that's really impressive that they were able to do this. And, you know, Felipe, the guy who's been bringing around that we've been talking to a lot, hung out with a couple of times and everything like that. Good dude and really, really knowledgeable in fighting games. Oh, I've for always sure. been really impressed whenever we talk to him about fighting games. Because he really, like, the way he talks about his own game, he was like, yeah, I was worried that this is rewarding too much if you're success. You know, it's like, it doesn't help this and that. I didn't like this system because it made the gameplay this way. And I was like, this is really insightful stuff, sure. you know. So I was really, really happy about that. I agree. Uh, Renoa Hartley is out in Final Fantasy Dissidia. So brand new character uh, added to Final Fantasy Dissidia. Something that, I, it's a game that I really wish I, oh, I need to get, I want to play it more. I actually want to get back into that, but god damn it, there's just too many games. I, it's, it's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just, ugh. Anyways, uh, Dot Emu has revealed that they're making a Windjammers 2. Oh my god, that's right. Windjammers Fighting 2. Fighting game news. Coming to Nintendo Switch and PC in 2019. I mean, do you think that this might actually get Xavier Woods to like quit the WWE and become oh a professional pro, pro Win Jammers player? Did he end up winning the tournament? No, he did not. Okay. He did not win the Win Jammers tournament. Yeah. yeah, but I heard he did really well in it. Okay. I heard he did commentary for Sick, it. Sick. So. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But uh, anyway, yeah, that sounds cool. I mean, it's a fun game. The first one is a very fun game. You take that back, Rock Monster. Someone needs to time him out. Man, I don't know what that you is. Can't even say that, dude. Tifa. Tifa's overrated. 
Latifah's overrated. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but Hitomi and Lei Feng did show up in an official Dead or Alive 6 trailer. Oh, those, those, that's what I was thinking of when the Soul Calibur one. I was like, didn't they reveal new characters? No, it was Dead or Alive. I they, see. They announced that uh, Hitomi and Lei Feng are uh, actually... <laughs> I know people are going to get mad at me about Tifa. All I'm going to say about Tifa is... I don't understand that character because that girl has got to have back problems like you can't even humanly imagine. Because she doesn't make sense as a human being. Uh, Does she carry a heavy backpack? Or a heavy front pack? Does she have a really heavy... Does she have huge tracts of land? (laughs) (laughs) A fanny pack? Is it a big fanny pack? Fanny? Uh, but Hitomi and Lei Feng have been Oops. revealed in a new DO6, DOA6 trailer. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, there's a Philippines Red Bull Kumite qualifier okay. coming up. And the registration is now open and it's scheduled for the end of September on September 29th, 2018. So if you're in the Philippines and you want to get into Red Bull Kumite in France... At the end of the year, shout-outs for the bits there. Thank you so much, Dreaded Bread. Uh, but if you want to try to get into the Red Bull Kumite in uh, France at the end of the year, okay, uh, definitely check that out. That's Sick. The registration's open. It'll be on September 29th. Uh, eSports Ecosystem, which we saw a lot of at Evo, which is LapCheese, uh new cryptocurrency company, basically. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to do a lot of uh, sponsoring stuff. So there's actually going to be two Street Fighter Five online tournaments, and the winners will be flown to Canada Cup. Okay. So there's going to be a couple of uh, tournaments. There's going to be a West North America, which takes place on September 4th, and then the East North America, which will be taking place on September 11th. The winner of each of these events will get an all-expense-paid trip to compete in Canada Cup. So if you do want to go to Canada Cup, and trust me, it's worth it, because Canada Cup is a very, very good Good tournament. Good tournament. Definitely check that out. Uh, Look, if it's an all-expense-paid trip there, they can't really scam you, because if they pay for all that stuff with cryptocurrency or real money, you're still flying out there. So I know a lot of people are worried about it. Cryptocurrency has had a bad history. I'm not super confident necessarily in cryptocurrency, not yeah. in what LapChi is uh, doing. I have confidence okay, in yeah. LapChi, but I don't have confidence in cryptocurrency. Uh, but, you know, um, if it's an all-expense-paid trip, you're getting that trip if you win this event no matter what. So, you know, I think that's actually kind of cool. Makes sense. Yeah, And uh, that's also going to be where the Super Turbo uh, Tournament of Legends yes. championship is going to be. Bam, bam, bam. Too. I think bam, they already bam, said Komoda and and uh, and and Anakin are like quali- already confirmed to be there. Okay. Dude, I mean, that's pretty sick. I think it's like their first time leaving or going to America. Has Anakin been here? Uh, maybe Anakin. I believe Anakin. Maybe, has. Yeah, 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 I don't know about Komoda. No, Anakin was flown out for the Red Bull thing. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, but for Komoda, this might be the first time. First so. time I'll have seen him personally. So Dude, that that, that's be, pretty sick. That guy's really amazing. really sick. Yeah. Uh, the Red Bull Kumite, I believe, is in November. I, I, that's what I remember. I believe so. Uh, that's what I remember. Um, we talked about Tira already. Uh, new 
Oh, well, Ed Boon kind of hinted that they are working on a new game, yeah, but no. blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's that's fine. Yeah, yeah uh, everybody knows that. Basically. Right, yeah. It's like, obviously, the game studio is working on a game. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Big news! Oh, Guess what, everybody? Dude. Yeah, exactly. No, obviously. It was just like, oh, we promise there's going to be something new, blah, blah, blah. Um, also, uh, more costumes in Street Fighter V, again, for the women, no costumes for the dudes at all, ever, but it is a series of maid-slash-goth kind of outfits. The uh, only thing sure. is that I'm going to say is that that Falca's costume is actually kind of cool. I actually kind of like Falca's costume. You can put it on the internet? Yeah, I'll put it uh, on the internet. Red Bull Kumite yeah. will be November 10th and 11th, 2018. Just looked it up. So what I'm going to say is that Falca's costume is not bad, and it also, not my pun, I saw somebody else say this, and okay, I okay. really like the pun. Okay. But here it is, it's goth Falca sitting okay. here, right? All right. And she's holding a microphone stand. Oh, is that that's, what that is? That's a microphone at the top there. It's uh-huh. actually a microphone, okay, right? So right. someone actually asked, what's her band's name? Okay. On the Capcom Twitter, and someone else responded, Ride of the Falcaries. Oh, and I was like, right. okay, yeah. hey. I like that, I like that, so... It's actually pretty kind of cool. All right. Only problem is nobody plays this character, so I'll nobody I'll never cares. see it. Yeah. One wow. Person. Look at the dingus in the yellow on the right. I mean, I've, obviously the character's been there, but he's quite a dingus. I mean, he was even in Street Fighter Two. Yeah, he's right? been there. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, man. Anyway, uh, do you have the other ones? You want to just cycle oh, through? Oh yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, so then we have Mika in her bunny maid outfit, of okay. course. Okay. All right. Which is interesting because we, we mentioned in the that's beach... Not a, that's a heart. I think that's a heart, but... Yeah. I, oh, on her head, you mean? No, on her boobs. Oh, okay, because I was talking about that as a bunny. Oh. Not the boobs as the bunny. I, I didn't even the, see the head thing. The head thing, yeah, so there you go. Uh, not ESPN legal. This is... Uh, I feel like Colleen is like zombie made or something like that. It's hard for me to tell that that's Colleen. I just yeah. there. Are, I think there are four characters that I get mixed up. It's like Colleen, uh, Karen. Falk, Karen, <laughs> and and Mika. Like if like once I see them moving around, yeah, I can tell yeah, yeah, yeah. But like uh-huh, in their uh-huh. in their like neutral, this that's not her regular position. That's mm-hmm. like you let her wait for a little while. She does yeah, some action. Yeah, yeah. Those characters just get me mixed up every the time. The worst thing about this, they just chose a bad picture because you can't even see the braid of hair that she has in the back That's just, as well. Because okay. yeah. someone actually asked, can I get a different angle of her? And the Capcom like Street Fighter Twitter account actually posted what where you can see the hair braid and it was like, oh, okay, that... Looks, but I swear it, this looks like yo. It really could be Ken. People are talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, really no. Uh huh. It's like a better looking Ken. Yes. So they slightly fixed the Ken face. Yes. Uh huh. With Colleen, really. Wow. Honestly, You're, that's definitely true. Yeah. And Yikes. Then, and then there's Manat. Hey, Manat. Who attacks you with a teapot now? Oh, I like the teapot. I, I, I like that with Manat. They keep coming out with cool ideas of how to attack you with something. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like they need to do like a Final Fantasy crossover and just make it so she's dressed in a Blitzball outfit. And, and like attacks you with a blitz ball and stuff like that. I think that would be funny. So I mean, people out there like blitz ball. I didn't like blitz ball. Oh, I just it, I stopped playing at six. That's my. Oh, you my never played days. ten. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, oh. made Manat with um, hey. Mrs. Potts. Oh yeah, Mrs. Potts. Right. <laughs> We've got a lot to Where's do. Where's Chip? Is it one lump or two? Anyways, um, is it the last one? Or is it that's one? the last one. Okay. That's the last one. So again. Just girls. Just girls. That's it. 
no male costumes, which is really unfortunate. So I'm like, like Fang the maid, dude. If they actually that just would be what cool. if they just made a bunch of butler outfits to go with that, right? Like yeah. I think that would be kind of cool, or just freaking make maids, dude. Abigail the maid. I mean, that come would be on. funny. Abba maid. Or I mean, come cool, on. Cool, depending on your perspective. Or whatever. <laughs> I mean, like honestly, they need to maybe have just give Fang any costume at all. Yeah, seriously. That maybe just remember he exists. Although I will say this much, Falk has really replaced him as the character that nobody remembers exists in the game. True. Because, True story. I mean, because here's the thing, Sagat, he makes you feel good when you uppercut For people. For sure. Sick. There was the I, I, okay. Sorry, I have to just be proud of that moment where I threw the slow tiger shot and you were from a full screen away. You jumped and I dashed Kara uppercutted, and I was less like. Oh, that felt good. It, it, is, it is cool. It yeah. feels good. Yeah. There's nothing about Falk that feels good when you hit them with it. Definitely true. It's like really shitty looking fierce, really shitty looking jab, really shitty looking crouching strong. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you just, that's, I mean, Javits tweeted one time, he's like, why does nobody play this character? And it's, that's literally the reason because there's nothing about her that makes you feel good when you win. I, I'm, I'm with you. She, she looks bad and uh, isn't that great. So, yeah. Cool. So there you go. A um, couple of uh, community things. Born Free, of course, uh, interviewer extraordinaire. Yeah. Continues to roll out content. He's also started streaming some stuff a nice. little bit as well. Uh, he got signed by UIU, Indeed by the way. Uh, and, and I should also mention, uh, I think it was Coach Steve and who's the other Panda player that got let go by Panda Global? Oh, so I hadn't heard. Yeah, so they're not sponsored anymore. Oh, really? So Coach Steve, I saw him at... Uh, at uh, Reflex LA. Oh yeah, shout outs Ooh, to the cheer, thank you. Is that a gray one? Is that name really Kimmy Gibbler BTK? What is that? Kimmy Gibbler, you don't know who Kimmy Gibbler is? I don't recall. Okay. All is right. it weird, I'm is it weird like, that no, I don't no, recall? No, it's, it's well, it was an older thing, but didn't you ever watch Full House? Sure. Kimmy Gibbler, Kibbler was the really annoying neighbor girl. Oh, okay. Kimmy right. Gibbler. I mean, come on. I, I just didn't remember the name. Oh, My bad. How Jeez. did you forget the name Kimmy Gibbler? I, I mean, come know. on. Um, but uh, he, uh, 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 Born Free, has. Oh, I, I was talking about Coach Steve, but yeah, yeah with Amical Split, you know, he's looking oh, for other okay, options wow. and stuff like that. But uh, Bon Chan just recently interviewed Dimeback, uh, one of the, the the Tekken players, the top uh-huh, Tekken players. Yeah. So, but that's just the latest one that I you see mean Born here. Born Free interviewed him. Born Free interviewed him. He has so many interviews, so definitely check out his YouTube page. A lot of stuff over there. So, uh, the MVCI community put another uh, combo video. I saw it. Remember, they made the first combo yeah, video. Sure. I haven't seen this one yet, it's, so it is cool I, stuff. I actually need to really, really watch this. And uh, actually, this could be a, a five-five matchup topic here. But the Dantarian actually put up a really interesting thread on Twitter about player retention. Okay. So he said that uh, Dragon Ball had one of the biggest openings on steam ever sure tons of people playing it and its retention was just awful for sure did we talk about this uh did we talk about it i think so well we might have talked about it already okay i mean he just tweeted this out this last week so he's bringing the topic back up and so he's just asking about what to do about player retention in fighting games because that's not a dragon ball fault that's just a fighting game fault right and it's funny because i I mentioned i I just got interviewed by andy from the uk right uh andy hero and um 
you know, that was a large part of our conversation too, is just how to keep people playing games and all this stuff like that. And it's 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 the one thing that we as the fighting game community need to figure out how to solve. And yeah. I don't and it's not on us necessarily. It's it a lot of it is on the devs For to sure. just do the right thing. So much we can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can make all the content we want, but people who are like, Oh, Street Fighter's cool, I'm watching Evo, this is fun, they're gonna go play online, they're gonna lose all their games. They're not gonna there's nowhere in the game that's like, Go, oh, hey, go follow Otto Maddox for this crazy tech, you know, like why would they do that, right? Like, you, you can't really, I like, there's no way t- that'll push them into the right areas to find stuff. And at the same time, is it is it is it something that they want to do? You know what I mean? Like, now it feels like homework and stuff like right, that. Right, like, right, right, you right. gotta, there's gotta be a way to make it fun again. And, I hear you, um, man. That, that is a thing that I've been thinking about a, a lot. Search. How to make fighting games fun again. And if we ever had the answer, I mean, obviously there's no answer to it, because if we did, then somebody would be doing it. We haven't done it, so. I mean, I think that some games, yeah, we definitely talked about this. I feel like it was last week or previous week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, we talked about, or I, what I talked about was uh, how Injustice, I think, does a really good job at giving single-player content to players who want to play it as a one-player game. Yeah, yeah, They do yeah. a really, really good job of that. Mm-hmm. And they do, a, they do a good job of having crazy fun modes where if you just want to screw around with your buddies, even online, you can do that. There's like mm-hmm. bombs and whatever, like random things. Like it's <laughs> right, yeah, kind of yeah, wild. Yeah, uh, uh. Um, but yeah. translating those things into come play competitively. Yeah, we did talk about this a little exist. bit last yeah. week or something. Sometime very recent yeah. in any yeah. case. Yeah, so that's uh, that that leap from hey, it's fun one player. It's fun crazy stuff. Come play yeah, competitively. Come play competitive. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. it's one of the uh-huh. hardest things to do. Yeah. And honestly, I really do think that we just need different competitive modes. We just need. I, I had talked about a competitive mode where it was like Fatal Fury Three, where you there was the wall that if you get bounced into, it break and you would fall out of the ring. Oh. Like, what if we just had a life barless mode, and it, that's all it was? Is that you just had to push them outside of the, the ring? Because then you would learn about spacing. You wouldn't even if you were in the mid screen and getting beaten footsies a lot more. The punishment isn't that you know. Oh, I'm dying and losing all this health. You don't see your health. You're getting pushed back, and so and then you could also cheese out a victory because you're breaking a wall, breaking a wall, get a back throw, and then you throw them, and then you win. You know what I mean? Kind of thing like that. You know, having all sorts of different. Like I just think that we need more fighting game modes for people to play, or or maybe just have a fighting game based off of that. You know what I mean? Just like have a fight because there was that one game that you really liked. That if you threw him and beat him, you got three points. Oh. If you punched him one uh, time, Fighters Destiny. Oh, was that Fighters Destiny? I thought there was another game that was like that too. Okay. Fighters. I mean, it was a broken game, but that that system, the point system, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. very interesting, and no, nothing yeah. has done it since then. Yeah. <laughs> Tekken Seven's tutorial mode is Eris. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. We we have a lot to work on in fighting games yeah. because I, I've 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 said this to several people now, including that interview. Uh, I don't want to like talk about everything I said on the interview because I don't want to steal uh, his his content and stuff like that. But like, you know, what's interesting about games like Overwatch and League is they don't have great robust tutorials either. But yeah. there's a vested interest for your friends who are you're playing with to make you better because they don't want to lose, and so yeah. automatically the tutorial it comes through your friends. Yeah, Whereas your friends are helping you out. And by the way, if you screw up, your friends are going to save you. It's no big deal. Yeah, exactly. And whereas in Street Fighter, it's, it's you're alone. Yeah, you're alone, and it's really really tough. So. Yeah, it's a cold world out there. Yeah, you're by yourself. It's tough. Alone. It's very very tough. So that's what I like. I'd never 
Well, I guess I got married recently, so it kind of blows that up. <laughs> what were you going to say? I just was about to go into a stupid monologue about I'd never join up with anybody else. I have to be by myself oh, yeah, all yeah, my yeah, life. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, fair enough, fair enough. Okay. I, when I thought about it in my head, I thought this is not going to work. <laughs> You're like, whoops, actually, never mind. Oh, man. Well, anything else going on? That's all I've got for video game news, for fighting game news. Uh, unless you have anything else, I'm... Good. Although, I'm just fiending constantly to know what's happening in Zandalar right now. It's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> the worst thing about it is, I'll tell you the worst thing about Final Fantasy Record Keeper is in the latest patch, they actually gave the ability to have the game send you a notification when your stamina maxes out. Oh, that's is so that bad. bad? Oh, it's terrible. Because before, it was just like, your stamina would max out, and you'd be like, you just forget. But now you get the notifications, so you're like, oh, crap, I gotta go spend my stamina. So it's like even more Bummer. even more of a game of crack right now. Uh, my wife doesn't watch the show. She is not really into video games. She like grew up playing games like everybody, but uh, she stopped earlier on. So, no, she doesn't really watch streams or come to tournaments. Uh, she, I mean, I brought her to stuff, but that was... Probably like years ago. Yeah, I remember that too. Probably like five years ago. That. that was at that was at SCR in UC when it was Irvine. In Irvine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we drove uh-huh. or she drove down, and you know I, I'm busy the whole time, right? So I can't hang oh, out. Oh shit! That's right. Sorry, Danya. Yes, she's Eunice, kind of an army. Yeah. Eunice came out on Steam yesterday. Oh, of course. Yeah. The, how did I forget to even mention that? Oh my god! Yes, yes. Eunice is out on Steam. Everybody who actually told me that I would play it except it's not on Steam. There you, go. you don't have that excuse anymore. Play the freaking game and also now my pin tweet on my Twitter is the playlist that that Choice Sauce and I oh, made nice. for all of the UniL stuff. So you can always go to my Twitter page, go to the pin tweet. Uh, for a while it was the Guilty Good Gear work. thing and now I switched it over to the Eunice thing. So check that out and make sure you play it because the game is super good super super good best tutorial for what a tutorial can be for the maximum quality of what a tutorial can be unist is there so definitely check it out it's there's so many great things on there so nice you get the ost for free dude the music is so good there's good music on there dude and have you actually because you know how like in guilty gear you can change who you are in training mode with in the menu kind of like yeah. a bb tag have you ever seen it in unist no it is the most ridiculous thing. It's like, hmm, let me change characters. Let me change the background. Let me change the music. B, black, done. Nice. It's like literally half a second or one second, and it's up, wow. new stage, new characters, new music. Okay. It is it's ridiculous. So, like, labbing characters in that game is just, it's easy. Because even in BB Tag, it comes to the Versus screen again, right? You actually That's see true. the Versus screen again. But Eunice is just literally like, black, done. Huh. It is, it's it's nuts. It is nuts. Wow. So I think, yeah, uh, so. Unist. Undernight in Birth. EXE latest. Yes. If you want the whole thing spelled out. Undernight in Birth. Oh, it's an OST sampler. Okay. So I'll, I'll go grab that then. That'd be nice sure. in SF5. I have been using SF5's new feature that if you play against a character in ranked or casual online, you then afterward have the option to go in training mode against that character. Yeah. That's been handy. But yeah, for sure, that'd be it'd be nice to have more. Yeah, Unist is actually really growing. Like I've seen a lot of people talk about their weeklies, and there's a lot of people playing it. A lot of people are interested now because of BB Tag to right, see what these right, characters right, right. were about. You know, there's a little more interest. 
Honestly, the thing that's going against Eunice the most is its goddamn name, right? Undernight, Inbirth, EXE, Latest. Just the makes name, I mean, there's not a lot weird. of visibility, at least in yeah. North America. I can't speak for other parts, but mm-hmm. here there's just, there's no advertising or anything like that. It's just, it's all word of mouth. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that topic, Fanta. Actually, maybe we'll save that for next week again. Yeah, about like having casual stations specifically for lower mm-hmm. players mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. higher players. Mm-hmm. While... I mean, uh, we'll save it for next week because yeah. I have a lot of thoughts. And in fact, I saw her post it on Facebook, and I had like a par- like I wrote a novel essay in response to that. So, but yes, uh, Unist, great game, really really fun game. It's a, it's a, such a smartly thought out game. I, I still I still think it's one of the best game systems. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, game sure. systems that that's there. So, um, yeah, I mean, Vi used to do that. Before Wednesday Night Fights, when it was just Shiggle BMX's garage, he had the, the, the A station that you had to win Indeed. your station to get to the A station. So, But honestly... Uh, well, I mean, back in the arcade days, we all had the big boy cab. Yeah. <laughs> I think every arcade had that. Yep. Uh, there was a player at UCLA named Dean who was super good at fighting games. And every time me and Dean got up to a machine and played, everybody went to the other machine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like they just didn't even want to try. Uh, yeah, yeah. So me and Dean just played each other forever. And that was the guy who beat me up. He, I mean, honestly, I don't know anything where he is now. He was easily one of the best guys who never played in tournaments. Like, he was just as good as probably a lot of those uh, Pico Rivera players mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He just didn't ever play in tournaments and stuff hey. like that. But he was the one. He's pretty much the guy who taught me fighting games. Without teaching me fighting, he just taught it to me by beating the crap yeah, out of me. Because when I had my epiphany during Alpha Two, uh, it was against him where he was just beating me up, and I finally figured out how to counter something that he was doing, and then he never did it again. So I never countered it once, and I got so mad. I still remember because I walked home. I, I used to walk home. I lived about like a thirty-minute walk from yeah. UCLA, so I was walking home the entire walk home. I was just it was just like salt. Like I was just so mad. I was like, I figured out how to be, never, I was pissed off, and then I, I was like, he knew. He knew as soon as I figured it out, yeah. because my gameplay changed. I started walking differently, I started playing differently, I probably wasn't hitting the buttons anymore, and I was like, he was training me to do exactly what he wanted me <laughs> to do. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. I was like... I get it. Yeah. And then just like, boom, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh It all snapped into place right there. So, yeah. Uh, Blade Strangers? I haven't touched it yet. I I haven't touched it. it. Yeah. So. Uh, Yeah. All right. There you go. So. uh, I got to pee pretty badly. Okay, cool. So then. uh, I drank all this tea. I I mean, I I drank this. Hydration bot. I drank basically all this tea. Mm -hmm. And then I drank. Most of this water. Oh, nice. Okay. And so, okay. The result is, it's bird time. Yes. Have a good week, everybody. All right. Yeah, lots of cool stuff coming up. This weekend is going to be the Army thing in Alaska. Hey, I'm going to Alaska. I'm so jealous. I want to go. Going to Fairbanks, Alaska. I'm so jealous. And they asked me what I want to do on Friday, and apparently you can go see the base. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to go to, like... The Museum of Alaska, and I looked the it up. Borealis. There's actually a mining hall of fame in Fairbanks. I'll see you there, Fairbanks Mining Hall of Fame. Let's do it.